0: C-A-L, you are now rockin' with that dude Pascal, we be going wild, Haitian hey, in the building. so, so, so original, got the haters, catch your feelings, get your hands up to the ceiling,
1: and keep them held high, cause saying this isn't
0: ready, forget about it, goodbye, oh, but we just sayin' hi, five somebody, rise up, weekdays, catch us live, somebody, let's go. Good morning, everybody! Welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope you guys are having a fantastic and terrific Tuesday. It is Tuesday, y'all. Man, just one, you know, just a, a, an extra day closer to what? The weekend. And a lot of people have a four-day weekend coming up, so I'm really excited for you guys. You know, you get a chance to chill out, do not a damn thing. you know what I'm saying? Drink some beers, grill. Hopefully you have a grill. If you don't, then we need to talk. Um, Because that's not American. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's very un-American. That's very un-American, y'all. Um, but, I don't know. If you're know. not
2: burning coal to heat up your food, you're un-American.
0: Yes. You're not using them gas grills. Uh, I don't that. know
3: what you're talking about. What? I like clean burning propane.
0: What the <laughs> hell? What the hell are you talking about? Just talking this mess. Um, but, yes. Oh, shoot. No, everybody's good. Sorry, I had to make sure uh, mics are all all good and everything. Um, Anyway, uh, because we got somebody. uh, uh, Arnav Arnav was saying, what mic is that? Oh, I see what he's saying. He's talking about this mic. Oh. Yeah, the Electro Voice. I forgot what number it is. Electro Voice. The RE320. Yes, you know, it's the typical radio standard radio microphone you know what i mean only the best anyway moving on (laughs) good morning to you arvar arvin arv arnav wow yes case of the mondays on a tuesday anyway all right last name let's hear it yeah uh vedagarba vedagarba it's much yeah all right i and i'm i you know what Arnav, I am sorry if I'm destroying your name. <laughs> With all due respect, you're the first you're the first person on here today, and you're the first time I've ever seen this name. And I'm apparently right. Arnav Vedagarba. Oh. Uh, vedagarba yes, there we go. Arnav vedagarba that should be like a um, uh, um, speech exercise, a speech warm up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Arnav vedagarba thank you. Mine is Pascal Bilba. <laughs> <laughs> yes that was a tough one too you know what i'm saying uh, but hey hey arnav please comment down below and let us know where you're where you're commenting from thank you so much for checking out this show welcome to the pascal show if you haven't done it yet hit that subscribe button hit that like button down below we got things to talk about mr super good morning we got to get through all this stuff but but first I want to say hello to my, my brothers. They they uh we we kind of jumped in really easy, really fast. Sorry. Uh Tom, Jack, what's a Gwan. Hey. Hello, hello. Good morning on this wet day. get give me a break. Just just don't don't ever <laughs> do that again, bruh. You know what I'm saying? Like you just went are you, you, are you got wet? a lot more flavor than that. You got a lot <laughs> more flavor than that, bruh. You just straight gave it just dry toast. Well, hello, hello, hello. Is that racist now? is Am I going to get canceled for, for mimicking, for doing white voice? That's the question. That's what I'd like to know. Am I going to get in trouble for, for mimicking Jack because he's white and I'm black? That's the question I have for everybody. I don't know. Should I call the police? <laughs> don't call the cancel police, please. Just please don't. Please Jack's don't. Jack's just going to go no, on, I'll, I'll,
3: on with a... Yeah. Yeah. Sheen Go ahead top. <laughs> Yeah. Great. Please
2: don't. No, do I that. was just gonna hashtag everything. Mariah Carey sucks,
0: uh, <laughs> and see what happens.
2: So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> please don't do that. Please don't do that. I like my life. I like making. Yeah. I like doing doing this for a job. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy that I do this. Woo! Please. I don't ever want to make I don't, I don't ever want to make a pizza again. How's that? Please. Don't make me do that. Or or sling a drink ever again. You know what I'm saying? That's that's my own personal nightmare. Mr. Super, we'll give you a pass. White voice, voice needs more nasal though. You know what? Thank you. I'm I'm not I'm not gonna try that right now. Well, actually I am. Well, no. <laughs> Let's see, that's actually not good. That's that <laughs> sounds more like Steve Urkel more than anything else. But anyway, I hope you guys are all having a fantastic start of your morning, and I'm glad that you guys are hanging out with us. And all those who are watching the show from overseas, outside of this country, Australia, Europe, you name it, thank you so much for watching while you are winding down, getting ready for bed, all that. So I appreciate you guys coming in. But if you got a cup of joe, which is uh, coffee, Enjoy that while we sit down, chat it up, and talk about what's going on in the world. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, there we go. If a cup of Joe wasn't coffee, that'd be a problem. That'd be weird. (laughs) uh, That'd be another, that's another conversation. That's another conversation. Um, Anyway, (laughs) moving on. Oh, uh, Rnf said he is from, he is commenting and watching from Boston, Massachusetts. Hey, hey, Yeah! hey, hey, man, Boston, Massachusetts, okay.
2: Go Red Sox.
0: The Sox, they suck.
2: Go Red Sox, go away.
0: How dare you say that?
3: <laughs>
2: like go, like leave, I don't yeah. want to see you. <laughs>
3: Uh, we're still a bit bitter here in St. Louis about the well, the, the World Series yeah. back in 2004. So just a little yeah. bit, just a little bit, just a little Thanks bit, little
2: bit,
3: just a little.
0: Thanks
2: for joining our, our chat room. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, speaking of baseball, there's a lot of things that we're going to talk about here, and it's in our top news. We will be talking about some baseball here fairly shortly. But first, we got to go into what's going on in the world right now. There are 26 states as we speak that are putting pause or are going and shutting down, doing the, the procedures in which to shut down their states due to the coronavirus, due to the second wave of uh, this pandemic. Uh, one, of the, <clears throat> one of the states, for example, is Kansas State. And the governor of Kansas, Laura Kelly, says that she is now putting on a full mask ordinance that will go into effect this week. Starting this week, um, she says that um, she's, a execu- she's uh, issuing. Sorry, this thing is popping up all these pop-up ads. Uh, She'll be uh, issuing a new executive order later this week requiring masks. While the state finance council will review the order, a Republican majority panel of uh, legislators um, that she has uh, clashed with during the pandemic, uh, they cannot revoke it. Uh, Only the full legislator has the ability to do that with a concurrent resolution, uh, Kelly's office said. So right now, Kansas is one of the several states in the U.S. that has been has seen an increase in coronavirus cases over the past few weeks. As of Monday, the state's tally is more than 14,000 cases and 270 deaths. So because of this uptick across the country, as businesses have reopened other states with Democratic uh, governors, including California Washington and North Carolina have instituted mask ordinances. Florida and Texas, which have uh, Republican governors, shut down uh, bars after large spikes in the COVID cases. So Kelly said that there is enough data to really prove that the masks work and no mask doesn't work. I know people don't like masks. I don't like them a- either. Too bad. So she is Kelly. Governor Kelly has been kind of going getting under fire because of her issuing this new mandate throughout the state of Kansas. Now, there's some other states that we have that are that, that we know are starting to shut things down, uh, especially beaches like L.A. County is starting to shut down the beaches in L.A. County. Um, there's also talk of California actually shutting down the entire state again, all because there has been a spike in COVID cases. Now, guys, you guys have some other states as well? Yeah, I think Arizona is ordering bars and gyms to close.
3: Yep. So yeah. I mean it seems like everything's seems like we're maybe starting to get into that second wave that everybody was warning about. And still the first. Yeah, well, I guess still the first the
0: problem. wave. <laughs> yeah, the I'm, problem. I mean, it, yeah, it, it seems like, I mean, we haven't even finished. Yeah, you're right. We haven't even finished the first wave. Um, 4% of
2: the world's population, 25% of the world's coronavirus cases are in the U.S. I saw an article yesterday that said that the U.S. now has too much coronavirus to be able to control it. That's scary to think about. Hmm. So, I don't know. Um, It's definitely one of those things where, you know, everyone was really uh, determined to wish it away and hope Mm -hmm. it would just disappear. Led by poor decision making at the top. Um, Implementation of control measures were not put in place led by a person that decided not to implement his own personal protective you know mm-hmm. type of stuff out in public, which then gave majority of the American public an idea that it was okay to do the same thing. Uh, they said that CNN is saying that like are they were going back through and looking at uh, Fox News uh, and and so that they like the disinformation that they spread about it, like caused like a third of the U S to not understand the full potential of what could happen with the coronavirus. Yeah. So it's like, uh, no wonder we have a spike. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: And
2: it's a- I won't be surprised until almost the entire country is shut down again.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird that that's actually going down. It's funny. Cause you know, this is the reason why, like I get scared about, or I, you know, I pump the brakes when it comes to going to, you know, different places, you know, like going to a, let's just say like going to a gym. I, I get worried about that. You know, a, a gym kind of scares me, um, you know, going to any type of restaurant of any sort. I get a little worried about it. I mean, you know, I'll go and eat on the patio. But, you know, and, and that does only so much. But at the same time, it's like, no matter what, you could get it somehow you could get it. It's just, it's really, really crazy. Um, and here's the other, here's another reason why I get worried about it. It's a tiny bit of a left turn, but I I do need to talk about this because this is really happening. And, uh, this is something that really went down planet fitness customer, uh, test positive for COVID-19 potentially exposing more than 200 people. Health officials say, Um, Health officials said more than 200 people may have been exposed to COVID-19 at a Planet Fitness in West Virginia. A patron who visited the the gym on June 24th, uh, my birthday, (laughs) tested positive for the novel coronavirus. Um, So the department advised that roughly 205 people who were at the gym between 9 a.m. and 3 p.m. on that day to quarantine for 14 days. Man. So they have closed. It, it, apparently, the planet planet fitness said it closed the Morgantown gym for cleaning by a uh, by a third party and would reopen it on Tuesday. The company said also said uh, Monday uh, it was not aware of any additional customers or employees who were reporting symptoms. So. You go to a gym, I mean, you know, because we've all been out there. I mean, as soon as you heard about the gyms being open, everybody and their mom is coming out in droves. Everybody and their mom wants to go go out and get their their pump on. Everybody wants to get their body back. You know, they want to lift, all that stuff. Now, when you hear stuff like that, that stuff does get very scary because no matter what, you're still susceptible. You're still putting yourself in harm's way. You know, and it's like, I, I guess I wonder when the right time, when there will ever be a right time to open up public facilities like gyms or bars, like full on functioning bars, not 25% capacity type things. I'm talking about full on bars. You know what I mean? When there's a vaccine.
2: yeah. It's a pandemic. People are yeah. like, "Oh my God, why can't I go back and do these other things that are not required?" Because I want to, and I'm bored. I'm bored in the house, and I'm in the house bored. <laughs>
0: like- <laughs> You've been watching way too many TikTok videos, but um, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, it, and that's the thing. It's like, understandably, we all want to go and do our thing. Right? We all want to go kick it. We all want to work out we all want to get ourselves swole we all want to do what we want to do but is this the right time to really do any of those things is it the right time to go to a planet planet fitness or a club fitness or a gold's gym to go and get your swole on i don't know because something like this happens cases like this happen now you got now you got states that are retracting and, and, and pedaling backwards from their, they're basically doing the waves backwards. So they're going, oh, wait, no, no bars. They're doing it all over again. If you don't notice, they're starting to do it all over again. This is basically like we're going through Groundhog's Day all over again. We're watching the waves go back again. We're watching the, we're watching the first wave of things being shut off. They're going to go, oh, nope, no bars. No gyms. Then it'll be the next thing. And then the next thing. And then next thing you know, all of it shut down. And we're back at it again. California is in the middle of shutting. They're in the process of, they're contemplating, let's just say, shutting down the state all over again. And that says a lot. Hmm.
2: Yeah, it does. So that's a, a huge economy is shut down. And, you know, coming up with 4th of July, as you're mentioning, I mean, there's going to be so many people that are going out and about and just don't care. Fireworks displays are still going on. I just read a thing that they were supposed to do uh, the fireworks display for the president and uh, at uh, at Mount Rushmore, I guess he's going to. And they said, oh, they won't be uh, enforcing social distancing during that time. Of course they will. But won't. it's required at all the other times. It's not
0: when the president shows up. See and, no. and, and see that's the thing. Like that doesn't make to me that doesn't make any sense. Why would you go? And I've seen it on on yes, I've seen it on Fox News. Yes, I do watch Fox News from time to time, guys. Hey. But they were on there was a guy I I don't know who the guy was, but they were they were having an argument on the show and there was a moment that you can see on the um, news, news anchors faces that Trump screwed the pooch. Like he really messed up because they're going, hey, why would, you, why would you try to push something like this during a pandemic? Why would you go out and do your rallies but then say no need to wear a mask during these rallies in the middle of a pandemic? And the funny thing is, is the look, man, I wish I had that video clip. If you saw the look on these people's faces, they're kind of like, oh, my God. He's got a point. Trump really messed up. Oh, damn. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's because it's my choice. My body, my choice. Exactly. But then you got people. (laughs) This is. But these are the things that are happening that are. I mean, if. I understand that the mask might not be, you know, the 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 best solution, but it is something that's helping, you know? Um but then you go to a place thinking that you're gonna be fine. Like he went to a mega church in Arizona. Do you realize that they've had the biggest spike in Arizona? Not saying because of that his not because of not saying because of his rally, but they had they have large spikes in, in cases over there in Arizona. They're starting to shut things down as well. They're doing. They're not. Re, they're going backwards from reopening right now because of everything. Missouri is starting to see an uptick as well. We're starting to see all these things go down. Florida is shut. Has shut down or will be shutting down their beaches over the over the. 4th of July weekend and hopes that that will slow down this wave <laughs> that we're getting, that we're, we're seeing right now, just a weekend. That's what they're hoping for. We'll see about that. We'll see if that actually does work, but you know, it it's just wild to me that if there's a pandemic and you're, you're out there doing your rallies, but you're not willing to have people at least put a mandate out there saying you must. You can come and support me all day long, but you must. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm not making this stuff up. You see what I'm saying? Like, I ain't here to try to bash nobody. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just stating what's going on. And those things do not make sense and make him look really bad. Yeah, which he is of course just, we're going to be talking not about that here a leadership
3: sir. role in this at all. Um, there was a survey yesterday that came out from Pew Research that showed that only thirty percent of the public think they can believe what President Trump has to say about coronavirus. Only thirty percent believes anything he has to say about coronavirus. Thirty percent of people believe what President
2: Trump says about the coronavirus. Don't say only thirty percent of people believe him.
3: <laughs> I understand kind of that. Yeah but that means 70% of the population is just like okay well there's nobody to look to as to what I do in this situation the the and there's so much confusion and misinformation about who to believe like only like half the people believe anything they read in the news about coronavirus 30% of people believe what trump says the person the 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 group with the largest percentage of trust of the american people is the cdc And it's like two and three people, like 66% of people say they believe what the CDC has to say about coronavirus. So there's just so, because he has not taken a leadership position on this issue at all, nobody knows what to believe. He's contradicting the CDC. He's contradicting the media. He's spreading uh, conspiracy theories that it was created in a lab, which something like half of Republicans believe is true. I mean, he's just muddying the waters of truth and facts that could be used to blunt this pandemic. But instead, nobody knows what's real anymore, and people are getting sick and dying.
0: And there's still people out there that think that the COVID is not real. Let's not forget that, too. There are people out there that really do think this stuff is fake news, that this is not real. We must reopen. So that we can get the economy running and all that stuff. And it's like, wait a second. Take a moment and just look at what's going on in the whole country. This is not fake. This is not made up stuff. This is real talk, y'all. This is real. And this second wave is getting is good. I mean, this second wave is getting people. It's really getting people.
2: I read a thing that said that the uh, the virus that is mutated, and the main mutation of the virus that now they are finding, that uh, is different than what originally came out of Wuhan. Uh, it is now the part that it creates like the crown when they when they show you images of what the coronavirus looks like, and it's got all these spikes that are coming off of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the part that allows for that crown thing that be able to like enter into the human D- DNA. That has become stronger in the uh, mutation that's in the us, mm-hmm. so it's now it's more easily able to attach to a human subject uh, and, and for the one that's in the us compared to where in some of the other countries it's not. Uh, so that's uh, not a good thing. Um, it's also you know you got to look back too in the overall thing. Here's a, an administration that doesn't believe in science. That goes against everything possible to uh, eradicate any protections that have been put in place for the environment. Has rolled back different things that are all based on science or the environment, and then looks at the doctors and uh, and his intelligence and goes, "Eh, I can't trust him. I don't know. My my gut tells me different." I believe, or I, I hope, that it's just going to go away probably by Easter. Wouldn't that be amazing be, if it we went away by Easter, so <laughs> we can all go back to churches? Right. It, 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 he's leading a pandemic by religious belief as opposed to scientific like method. Mm. That's a problem.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think he's running things because he just wants the economy to get back because he realizes yeah. if he's going to be re- reelected, it's going to have to be on the economy because
0: Facts. nothing else is going well. Exactly. I, I totally agree with that, Tom. I think that he is uh, working his tail off, trying to make the, uh, the country open back up again solely to get his numbers right, at least on the economy side, so that when he does go up against Biden, he at least has that in his back pocket. He's still got that ace up his sleeve like, see, see how the country's going? We making money, y'all. Ain't nobody poor. Hey, look what I've done for the black community as well. Outside of this police reform, financially, I've helped the black community. There's more, there's less unemployment in the black community than ever before. I mean, they, you know, this. Is the, I've run the greatest version of this country ever in the history of, of presidents. He wants to use those things as an excuse so he can throw that card down. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why he keeps putting out the whole, we don't need to put on a mask. There's no need for masks. We're fine. See? The fact that I'm not wearing a mask, we are fine. All we got to do is reopen these states so we can get this economy rolling back again. And the thing is is they you're seeing the you're seeing the numbers, you're seeing you're not seeing a curve. You're not seeing a flattening of a curve. You're just seeing numbers keep kind of do this. It's crazy. So much that I found this to be very interesting as well. Because you know how he has been, Trump has been pushing to open up the country, get things moving. Now, of course, that has inspired people to start their own movements, right? So there is a reopen movement that's out there. The founder of the reopen movement who refuses to wear masks, guess what happened to him? He tests yeah, positive. Corona. He tests positive for the coronavirus. He got that rona. Now here it is: the founder of a movement to reopen Maryland at the height of the COVID pandemic has tested positive for the virus after refusing to wear a, a face mask. Tim Water, Walters helped organize rallies rallies with the group Reopen Maryland, demanding that Maryland's governor Larry Hogan. Rescind his stay at home order in April early earlier this week, Walters said that he had tested positive for COVID-19 in a series of Facebook videos, some of which have been uh, have since been deleted. I was diagnosed. And this is what he said. And he quotes and I quote, I was di- diagnosed yesterday at the uh, ER with COVID-19. And here I am months after not wearing a mask at rallies churches and so on and so it's funny uh it's funny how capricious this thing is so interesting
2: yeah i told you guys i wasn't feeling really well i crashed later in the day i had to go to the emergency room i thought i was actually having a stroke but it turns out i have covid here we are at the end of june and i get it it really doesn't make sense so that's the that was the the guy from maryland the, yes. the reopen protests. And then back in April, the guy from North Carolina that was the leader of the reopen protests, he got it, too. Yeah. And that doesn't say how many people that attended all those uh, rallies or protests uh, also have
3: it.
0: Hmm. Yeah. And so it, it's funny because, you know, a lot of people will sit there and go, oh, no, we're fine. You know, oh, it's just a flu. Just get through it and we'll be all right. Yet there are. Yet there are people who are dying from it. Literally, more and more cases are popping up now, even more, even, in the young, even more in the younger demographic. More and more kids are getting sick. More and more families are having to deal with it. You know, And that says a lot, y'all. That says a lot. You know, so as much as people sit there and say, oh, it's not, you know, it's fake news. It's not real. COVID is fake. We're going to be fine. All that. I mean, people are getting sick with this stuff pretty hardcore. Maybe the masks is something that we really need to start looking into. In my personal opinion,
2: you know, when people are going to start taking it a little bit more serious, when is when they're getting so tired that now their children are at home and they can't stand anymore and they're demanding the schools be reopened. So they're send their kids right back into schools. And then when their kids start getting sick, now that's when the people that thought that it wasn't a big deal are going to start saying, Oh gosh, you guys really actually need to really be taking this seriously. Please, please wear your masks. And, you know, you go back three weeks be like, no, I'll never wear a mask. And, you know, everyone's going to change their tune pretty quickly you know, oh, yeah. when their families start ta- you know, taking ill and having to go to the hospital and then not having enough room to go to the hospital. Yeah. Or they're going back to the deciding factor of like, you know, we kind of forgot that Italy was like, yeah, there's not enough beds. And uh, if you're too old, uh, you don't get a bed. And basically we have to let you die. Uh, People, you know, seem to have passed on from that very quickly about the actual effects that this can have when it overruns a town. Um, It's going to be, you know, (laughs) really trying. I mean, and if people have 4th of July gatherings,
0: yeah, I uh, I I am actually worried about that too. Because you know, let's let's be straight funky, y'all. The uptick is real. It is happening. This is not some fake stuff. People are really getting sick out there. There are people that I know that are sick now with the COVID. There's, it's getting out there, guys. I mean, as much as people think that it's not real, it is very much <laughs> real. And now it's this is not. You know, this is my Tucker Carlson moment. But instead of me talking about the uh, Black Lives Matter movement, I'm talking about the COVID. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. They're coming. They're knocking on your front door. You know what I'm saying? It's coming. It's really coming. Play and act accordingly. That's it. Now, there are people who want to travel. There are people who want to go out. You know, I've traveled. I've done those things. If you do travel safely do the right thing be smart about it don't do anything stupid that's it you know i understand people want to go and see fireworks on the uh you know blasting over a, a body of water i get that i totally get that i'm not saying you can't do those things just practice social distancing now is the time to really take it seriously if this second wave is really happening as it obviously is Maybe it's the time. Maybe it is the time to start taking those precautions seriously. And that's it. And I say this because I love everybody. I care about y'all. I want everybody to be well. You know? But I also want you guys to enjoy your lives. So if you're going to go and enjoy your life, if you decide to travel, do it in a smart way. Practice Those things, social distancing, wearing a mask, make sure you have a mask with you at all times. That's all it is. Wash your damn hands. That's it. I'll tell you one place it's not going to be easy
3: to social distance will be on American Airlines. Oh, yes. Uh They just announced that they're going to start booking full capacity flights starting July 1st
0: ah okay um can i'm just gonna react to this real quick i know you're gonna say more tom i don't mean to jump in but what why right. why but why put a gay i understand the money but damn bruh, <laughs> that is so stupid you do you see that the, the numbers are starting to do this and they're going but we're going to start opening up. everything's gonna be fine come on mm. in and fly on our planes that is the stupidest thing ever yeah. Go ahead, Tom. Speak on it. Yeah. No. They. The. Uh, they're going to
3: start booking full capacity, full capacity uh, flights starting July first. Um, yeah. Plans are being made on uh, how they're going to handle the increase in passengers. But it sounds like they're going ahead with it. Um, back in May, American Airlines cut it cut its flight capacity by eighty percent. Uh, So passengers could practice social distancing, but I guess they feel now's the right time to roll that back. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I don't know why they think this is the right time, but it certainly does not seem like the right time for me. I hope before July 1st they reassess that
0: decision because that seems really stupid, just catastrophically stupid. It is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Now, now I guess my question is, if they're going to do booking at full capacity starting Ju- uh, July 1st, my question is this. Does that mean that they're doing booking a month in advance? Are they talking about like as soon as July 1st happens, they're just going open sesame. So if somebody needs to, if there's a whole bunch of people that need to fly starting July 2nd, it'll be a packed flight. Uh, this
3: says they're going to start booking July 1st. Stupid.
2: Yeah. I mean, Freaking you know, stupid. The CEOs really need their bonuses. They didn't get that bailout they were looking for yet. So <laughs> right. you to got to pack those flights full at any cost. You know, that's cool. Yeah. Maybe they'll, they'll flat the windows down.
3: That'd be good. <laughs> And And they uh, they uh, they they still haven't been able to lay off any workers because they're still bound by their agreement with the government not to fire any of the workers until I believe the fall, at which point they're going to fire a lot of their staff. But, um, yeah, I guess they're just trying to get as much money as they can right now before before the bailouts wear out and they have to start paying back the government.
0: Yeah, that's that's stupid. That's really stupid. I think that's really, 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 really stupid. And the thing is, is we, they should be, they should hold that off. They should hold that off for a while. I would hope so. They should go at least till the fall. They should just hold off until this fall, until the fall. And actually, I don't know, man. Nowadays, it's like the way it's, it, the way things are, are coming off, the way things are popping back off. We tried this already, y'all. They opened the doors. They opened the States. They started things go, going back up again then all of a sudden we're having a, a second wave. Do we really wanna start booking flights, packing flights in, in the month, later on in the month of July? Are we really ready for that? Are we really ready for that? Now I'm gonna tell you this, hail to the gnaw. We ain't ready for that at all. I don't care what anybody thinks. We talked about this. And The funny thing is, is there's been so many times, man, there's been so many times that I've talked about this and everyone gets all upset with me and sits there and goes it's too on their keyboards and gets mad at me for saying things that I'm saying right now, you know, and I'm not talking about the fam. I'm talking about people talking about people later on when they watch these clips and they get in- into their feelings because, you know, they don't like hearing what inevitably is going to freaking happen. Or what inevitably inevitably did happen, but I'm going to say this again: we're not ready for this. We need to. We really do need to really open everything slowly. We can't just rip the bandaid off with this piece, man. We can't. We got to think proper. Obviously, it's not working. We opened up the states, and what's happening? Man, I'm looking at every type of news media source and these numbers are just still going through the roof. Every state in the southern region is red. Damn, yo. Red. So all of a sudden we're gonna, what? Well, we're gonna, the, as they say, we're gonna wait for for the end of this weekend, hoping that it's gonna fly like just, just a week. Seven days. You really think a week is gonna? flatten the curve really come on guys we don't have time to be opening and closing and opening and closing and opening and closing and this, oh we're gonna pack up a a a, a a a bunch of planes no problem we're not gonna practice any social distancing everyone gets some warm nuts on this plane like what the hell man that doesn't make any sense There're gonna be so many people. There's gonna be so many people sick. Damn! Everybody needs to stop. Ayo, yoy. I, I do want to make a small correction.
3: They wouldn't be handing out nuts anymore. That's dangerous. There are people <laughs> with nut allergies, so yeah. the, you know they do. They do at least have their uh, their Standards. customers' best interest in mind when <laughs> it comes to peanut allergies, not for all the You
0: yourself. know what I'm saying, Tom? Damn it! <laughs> I'm this plane. No, but real real talk. You're right. You're right. No, no more. No, I warm. just I, no more I was nuts. just pointing out the irony of the
3: fact they've taken peanuts off of planes to protect their customers' health. Yeah but they're going to pack these planes full Thank and you. just subject everybody to coronavirus. Who does
0: that? It just tickles me a little bit. It tickles Man, me too. You can't
2: smoke cigarettes on planes anymore either. Come no. on now.
0: It tickles me too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's why it's like why? Why would you do that? Why would you why would you think that by doing this that's going to make everything okay? We're we're now in a doubt. Now we're starting to see states like California. California is about to shut them things down. Give it a week. California will be shut down. Why would American Airlines want to go, oh, yeah, 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 come on. Everybody's everybody's welcome. No, I don't think it's a good idea. I think it's a really, really, really bad idea.
3: You know what and, I mean? And where would you go on American Airlines? It's not like we're going to be able to go to the European Union. It sounds like we're kind of persona <laughs> non grata over there because we've handled this so poorly. So (laughs) where are you going to fly to?
0: Yeah. I mean, Uh, that's why I keep saying, everybody, if it's going to be local, if it's in America, within driving distance, just get in your car and drive, man. Enjoy a scenic drive to wherever you need to go to. You know what I'm saying? What's a couple more hours? That's what I personally think. Anyway.
2: Only thing that would work out with the American Airlines is if they made it mandatory for the oxygen mass to drop down and then you <laughs> had to wear it the entire time so you had fresh oxygen. Mm. That's the only way I could see it being something that could work out. Otherwise that circulated air. That's trouble. Yeah. And then on the days when those planes, like the air circulation breaks and it's like ninety degrees in the plane. Oh gosh. I'm oh. just waiting for that first that first flight where everyone's just like so upset that they went. And the entire plane gets
0: it. Uh, <laughs> See, it's going to be fun to, to read in the news. Yeah,
2: that, Tune in next week, guys. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's, right. that's what I, uh, and that's one of my main concerns. That's what really scares me more than anything else. You know, that really, really does scare me. Um, that we're just going to get super slammed or they're going to get super slammed. And then everyone's going to wonder, how's everybody getting sick? How's this uptick happening? Now, I know that there's other people that are sitting there throwing in their theories as well. You know, um, good morning, enemy nation. I, I understand that, you know, um, there are people that are saying the, the riots, uh, the, the protesters are spreading the virus as well. Now, I can't speak for every single city. I can't. I can't speak for every single person, every single protester. But personally, the protests that I've seen and I've witnessed, everybody wore a mask. They were practicing um you know sanit- sanitizing their their sanitizing each uh, hands and there was guys walking around with big vats full of uh, uh disinfectant gel hand sanit- hand sanitizers um uh, but you know at the same time i know that there was a lot of people that were clumped together but at the same time it was all outdoors as well so i can't really say anything about that side All I can say is that, I mean, the upticks are happening because things are open. That's all it really is. I mean, at the end of it all, if we were back to we must be home, we must practice this, that, and the third, I think it would be a different story right now. Now, I'm not saying I have the answer to anything. I don't. But all I know is that maybe we opened up our states a little too soon. That's what I think on that. We just may have opened just a tiny bit too soon. And then Becky, by the way, on Periscope just said something that's very, 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 very correct. You also got to remember on a plane, speaking of planes, there's something called circulated air. And she just said circulated air equals recycled COVID-19. And that's absolutely true. You're getting in a plane, you're flying around somebody coughs that cough goes up and goes back into the vents gets cycled and spat back out you know that's all recycled stuff that's all recycled air so you know becky thank you so much for uh commenting on periscope uh she is very very much right you know that's something that we have got to consider when it comes to flying so Going back
3: to the the protests causing COVID, scientists have been looking at that, researchers have been looking at that, and they've found no correlation between the protests and uh, outbreaks of COVID. They say that's largely due to the fact that most of the protesters are wearing masks and it's outdoors. So it's not like everybody's in an enclosed area where they're breathing in the same air. They're outside and they're wearing masks. Yeah. So, I mean, there are scientists, there are epidemiologists that are studying what's happening with the protests. And they say so far they've seen no evidence that the protests are causing any sort of surge in COVID. Thank you for they saying say that. They say it's more parties and stuff.
0: Yes. And thank you so much for saying that, Tom. Because, yes, you know, I've heard nothing of the case, nothing of the sort in regards to cases connecting to people who are protesting. Now, I would say this too. Tana Vane just commented. I wouldn't recommend going to a protest if you want to prevent people who live with you from being sick. Um, and I agree, but if you do end up going to a protest or a large social gathering, whether that's outside or inside, I highly recommend going and getting tested period. Hey, it's better safe than sorry. That's what I think. If you've been around people that are not your family, that are not your kin, I say it doesn't hurt to go and get tested real quick. You know, there's the places out there that have same day results. Doesn't harm nobody to get out there and just do that because at the end of the day, you still got to go grocery shopping for a loved one. You still got to go and help somebody do something. You're still going to run into somebody and see them. You're still going to be in close proximity with something or with someone at some general given time, you know. So whether that is somebody that is your uh, blood related or someone you love, it's still just a random person that you just run into, you know. So I recommend getting tested regardless. I feel like every, I feel like people should start making that a thing. You just go get tested. It's the same as like going and getting the AIDS test. If you're sexually active, you know, it's just one of those things that just is part of life. Now you go get tested, make sure you're clean. That's it. I I think that's something that I recommend. You know what I mean? So that's what I personally think on that. because Yeah, there's there's no reason for things like this to be popping up and going off like this thinking that you're fine, thinking that you're, you're untouchable. No, you're, you're, you're not untouchable. <laughs> you're not Superman. You're not impenetrable from this, this virus, you know? And I know that there's a lot of people out there that go, well, what's the point of wearing a mask? Cause I'm just going to get it anyway. Eventually I'm going to get it. Uh, you know, I'd rather like, to, I, I'd rather tell the story that I never got it in my whole entire life. I don't know about y'all. But I'd rather just say, hey, you know, I, I'm leaving this planet because I didn't, and, and, and I, I lived through this stuff, but I never got infected with it because I did what I had to do to stay safe and stay healthy. That's, you know.
3: and And we're hearing that it causes permanent lung damage, lung yep. scarring, so... Yeah, I'm going to try and avoid it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, imagine you not being able to hit that bong as hard as you used to. You know what I'm saying? Think about it, guys. (laughs) (laughs) And that's important. That's right. (laughs) Got to have that
3: lung capacity.
0: (laughs) Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Right. Imagine a world where you cannot hit that bong as hard as you used to. (laughs) Damn. Shaking my head. Mm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're going to go into a quick commercial break, but when we come back, there's still more crazy news, still more things that are going down, so we're going to be talking about that very, very sh- shortly. We also have something where there is some footage of a country, uh, a country bands concert, live concert, where people were not wearing masks or practicing social distancing, a Chris Jansen concert, which is insane. You got to see the footage. It's crazy. We'll be right back. This is The Pascal Show. Bye hey welcome welcome back guys thank you guys so much for tuning in if this is your first time checking out this show please go hit that like button on our facebook page and of course hit that like button underneath this feed and let us know you're enjoying the conversation and if you haven't done it yet hit that subscribe button on our youtube channel and for those of y'all who are watching for the very first time we do this show 9 a.m central standard time monday through friday so you can always come here to the pascal show right around right about that time and just kick it have a good time with us talking about the things that are going on in the world sometimes the world's going down in a barrel burning piss but you know we'd like to talk about it and laugh about it and have a good time about it so uh he, we got some things we got to talk about here um there's some other things that are going on um so here here it is uh country music star chris jansen was seen doing a video um, or was seen doing a live concert where in this live concert, well, nobody was really practicing social distancing. So uh, we're going to pull up this video real quick. Real quick, short and sweet. Here it is.
3: Chase Rice is getting slammed for performing
1: a concert in Tennessee on Saturday night where no one in the crowd appeared to be wearing masks. He posted a video on his Instagram story. <laughs>
0: So there it is. There you have it. We're not going to dive into what E.T. has to say about this because we have our own opinions about it. But anyway, (laughs) here it is. If you notice that video, ain't nobody in that crowd wearing any type of PPEs. Not at all. Not one person in this piece is rocking a mask. No one's practicing social distancing. They're all over each other. What's up with that? Tom. Uh, Jack, just, what you guys, guys think? <laughs> the look Jack, on Jack's I'll face. i let you weigh in on this. Come on, Jack. <laughs> well, I
2: considered, uh, you know, in my, my personal opinion, that country concerts should have been canceled in the first place, regardless of the coronavirus. <laughs> uh, and this is just another reason that they should just go away. So, hmm. I mean, not it, a good look. I don't know if these country stars are looking for, you know, the the sad part of life to be able to write their their new songs about. And they're just creating um, more issues so that they can do that. I <laughs> have nothing good to say about this,
3: mm.
0: Tom. <laughs> I think Jack put
3: it beautifully. I mean, <laughs> facts. But uh, yeah, I mean. They're saying that the, they they only half-sold the arena that was at, that it sat 5,000, and they put 2,500 in, and then those 2,500, a lot of them rushed, you know, to be closer. But, I mean, nobody was wearing masks. This, it was just so irresponsible and stupid. It's not a good look.
2: No. It's very bad. <sighs> no, they're, they're all screaming and singing at the top of their lungs. Making, oh, yeah. You know, right. Like, yeah, their breath in there. Right everything else is going out and above everybody else's heads
0: oh yeah that COVID is just floating out there um i hear they didn't do any
2: testing either like temperature tech checks before they went in uh mm. to that concert as
0: well yeah so. i was yeah they, they had nothing they did nothing uh no masks no social distancing um yeah the the concert took place in tennessee um And yeah, it was this thing happened on Saturday night. Uh, A lot of other artists are calling his performance or the actual gig that he did uh, was very selfish. Um, So, you know, some people were saying, imagine who says this Uh, Kelsey Ballerini. I'm assuming she's a a country singer. um, She said, imagine being selfish enough to put thousands of people's health at risk, not to mention the potential ripple effect effect. And play, normal, play a normal, in caps, country concert right now. And, you know, that's very, very true. D- he did not practice any sort of thing. He did not do temperature checks. They didn't offer PPEs right at the door, at least. They didn't do anything of that sort. They just had a full-on concert outside. The concert was outside, mind you. But, yes, everybody was up all up on each other, kicking it enjoying a concert now from my understanding from what i've seen there are some people that were like hey we were we were practicing social distancing in the very beginning but then people just bum rushed the stage now is that chris jansen's fault or no i leave that question (laughs) i leave that question up i leave that question up to everyone who's watching fam Please comment down below and let me know what you think. Obviously, I'm going to open up that conversation to, to the guys. So speak on it, guys. What we're you going to say, Tom. Yeah, it, it, it absolutely is Chris Jansen's fault. I,
3: I mean, if, if you're on stage and you see everybody doing something that's unsafe to them and the people around you, I mean, you see it all the times where you see people that are getting crushed in the front row. The lead singer will be like, everybody back up, yep. back up, go back to where you are. He didn't do that. No. He shouldn't have put on the concert to begin with. Thank you. And it really, it begs the question, how much money is enough money to put yourself and your community at risk of dying? I mean, I hope he got a big fat paycheck. You yeah, know? Yeah. I, I, I hope he went home and he was just like, well, you know, if a bunch of my fans die, at least I got this, you know, couple million dollars I got tonight.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm hoping that the money he made is going to hold him over for a few months because I don't see any reason why he would do something like that. Now, he obviously has said now that the next concert that he has coming up, because he's on like a, a small tour. So the next con- concert he's going to be doing is going to be a drive-in. So people are going to be, you know, in the comfort of their own cars, being able to chill, listen to his music. Now, I mean, to me, it's like too little too late in a way, because um, you still had a whole bunch of young, old, Uh, span the the demographics of people a spectrum of people smashed up against your stage all up on on each other singing your music singing your songs with no protective gear at all at all on them whatsoever and that's really irresponsible bro that's really irresponsible you know jack what do you think
2: so there's two different people. One was Chase Rice and the other guy, Chris Jansen. They both played PEC concerts on Saturday. Uh, one was in Tennessee and one was in Idaho.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, the people for the representatives for Rice uh, said that the venue uh, did all local requirements were abided by for the research concert. And numerous precautions were taken. We drastically reduced our maximum venue capacity of 10,000 to 4,000 maximum capacity below the 50% advisement from the state. With less than 1,000 in attendance Saturday night, uh, providing ample space in the outdoor lawn area, for fans to spread out to their own comfort level. All guests were given temperature checks prior to entering the venue, and free hand sanitizer was provided to everyone at entry. So, that doesn't, you know, really address, you know, everyone. Wait a oh, second. We gave them plenty of room out in the lawn. No, wait a uh, second. The people so- will be people, so they they bum
0: rush the stage. So wait, <laughs> so wait a second. So wait a second. So they did do. Temperature checks at this one they did yes at, at from Rice's at, at Chase Rice's concert okay Chris mm-hmm. Jansen from my understanding just so that there's no confusion here Chris Jansen from my understanding did not have that now is that yeah, correct or anything, is that I'm a... not
2: seeing anything in reference about them getting uh, tested or anything or provided anything at, at his so
0: that's stupid yeah. That's a special kind of stupid, y'all. Um, and now here's the thing: I understand there's people out there. I'm not. I don't understand that, but I understand that there are people out there that think that we should be fine, Trump, um, in large groups, that we should be fine. But wait till Jansen gets sued by somebody.
2: I didn't read the fine print.
0: I'm sure. I'm sure of that uh, the city of Nashville now put on
2: announced a mandatory mass policy for all public spaces as of Sunday. Mm-hmm. So probably to avoid situations like this.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I understand. Homeboy needs to secure the bag. I get that. You need to secure the bags. I get that. But at the same time, you got to make sure your people are safe. You got to make sure your fans are safe. Like, And I get it that he probably is excited to be back out there again, to be performing. I mean, you know, he said, we back. And he's doing this whole thing. But it's like you completely threw out of the window the sole idea of the fact that we're in the middle of a pandemic. I don't know. Just a thought. You just forgot about that. That's gone out the window. Just completely forgot about that. You sure you want to put that on Instagram, that story? <sighs> so, like I said, if, if there's, I hope nobody gets sick. I mean, that's, that's all I could say. I hope it, 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 no one gets sick. There's no issues over there. But I'm glad that he is doing a drive-in shows from now on, which is weird to me. That's an interesting concept, uh, drive-in shows. It's a very interesting concept. If I were at that show,
3: I'd just honk my horn through the whole show. He's like, no, nah, I don't want to hear that garbage. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've got a new song I'm playing here tonight. I'm going to share it with you now. He starts some acoustic songs. <laughs> flare right through it. That would crazy. be me at the Chris Jansen concert. Yeah, throw, throw your rumble pack on
2: your truck, Tom, and go over there and set everybody's alarms off. <laughs>
3: go out there and just crank my own car stereo to music that doesn't suck
0: yeah where's your calliope when you need it right that's right (laughs) yes i'm done i am done anyway let's move on to some other conversations other pieces of news um tommy i'm gonna let you run uh lead on this one what's going on in the world man all right well let's see we Can talk
3: about, well, I guess while we're on the subject of mask wearing and pandemic, uh, Kansas city's black mayor said Monday that he was called a racist slur and told he should quote unquote swing from a tree after he announced mandatory face masks in the Missouri city. Hmm. Mayor Quentin Lucas on Twitter shared a screenshot of the text, which came after he announced Friday that masks will be required in Kansas City when six feet of separation isn't feasible. Uh, The text he received said, you walked with rioters, not wearing a mask, idiot. You should swing from a tree. I'm not threatening it, but would love to see it. So... Oh, if you were looking for that nice Nexus point of racism and pandemic news, here, here you are. <laughs> so wow. That's 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 what's going on across the state. <laughs> Here's what's going
0: on in your neck of the woods. Anyway. Um <laughs> yeah. interesting. Uh why That's interesting. Yeah. He he I've, says he says there's a he puts out that mandate. Mm-hmm. and everyone starts getting in their feelings and say literally swing from a tree
3: yeah ah the world we live in now isn't it great yeah But yeah. that's not a threat though that's it's not, not a threat, a threat no he, he he made very sure to say i'm not threatening it i i would just love to see it
2: i'm not racist but
0: yeah that's a, I, I that's wonder, a I wonder who
3: that person's voting for.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, if he actually runs, but that's another conversation in itself now, is it okay? <laughs> moving on. Um, yeah, that's uh that's a special type of trash. Whoever's saying those kind of things. That's messed up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's some trash and you should be swinging from a tree real talk. So mm-hmm. you should go F yourself. Um, in the strongest form of F I could ever use on a broadcast (laughs) without getting censored. (laughs) You're a piece of trash. Anyway, that's terrible (laughs) that that actually happened. Now I understand that AMC theaters is also delaying opening their uh, theaters for another two weeks. Is that correct, Tom? Yeah, uh,
3: their AMC said yesterday that they are delaying the reopening of their theaters by two weeks. So they're, they're planning now to open on July 30th. Mm. That'll give They'll still be open, I guess, in time for Disney's Mulan and Christopher Nolan's uh, Tenet. Mm. You, so. know,
0: you know what my theory is? My theory is that they're going to just end up putting a lot of those things streaming. I have a feeling. Mm. I mean, if it continues to go the way it's going. If we're going in the same route that we're going right now, you know, I'm not, I don't want to repeat, 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 but (laughs) well, we are repeating anyway. So I'm going to repeat, um, if we keep going the way that we're going, I wouldn't be surprised if they keep holding that, but they keep pushing that back till September at this rate. I mean, at this, at this rate, at this rhythm. I think AMC needs to just kind of go, you know what? Let's, let's come up with another, another approach for like January. You know? We're bringing VHS back. <laughs> That'd be funny. That'd be funny. But you, you see what I'm saying? Just something yeah. else. There's got to be some other way that they can do what they need to do. I understand AMC needs to secure, secure the bags. I know that they need to make the monies. I get that. But at the same time. I'm curious if they really will open at the end of July. I think not. Yeah, I can't imagine. Like successfully. Like I feel bad because here it is. Christopher Nolan is the goat, right? Christopher Nolan's an amazing filmmaker. That movie looks amazing as well. But do you really think people are going to go out in droves just to see this movie in a movie theater? Hail to the gnaw. Hail to the gnaw. They're going to wait for it to go out on stream or get out on DVD or something like that. Or until it's bootleg and then they're watching on bootleg. But other than that, I don't see them going out of their way. Ooh, I must get into the theater so I can see this. No, they're going to wait till it goes on stream. So I keep thinking that these movies, Christopher Nolan, Mulan. Well, got already got, I mean, shoot, man, Disney already got their own platform, bruh. All they got to do is put it on, on Disney Plus and they good. Why not? They're doing that for Alexander Hamilton. And that was supposed to be a theatrical release. Just saying.
3: Yeah, AMC is definitely hurting, and I mean, I think we've talked about it before, but that, uh, you know, that Trolls 2 movie that came out uh, that was supposed to go into theaters, that was released on streaming instead, that really upset AMC and other owners of theater chains, because they were saying that, you you know, you're you're taking money away from us. And they threatened, uh, I forget who produced that movie, but they produced whatever production house made that movie with never showing any of their movies in AMC theaters ever again. I mean, this is, I mean, you know, I I feel for AMC. This is kind of an existential crisis for them because it's very difficult to see how they're going to maintain their business going forward if this pandemic doesn't get under control. But I mean, I love going to see movies before all this started. I would go see a movie a week every week. I'd go see a movie and, uh, you couldn't pay me to go see a movie in a theater now and sit around people. Because some people that go to movie theaters are disgusting people.
2: <laughs>
3: you, you're li- you're liable to get sick just going there on a good day during a pandemic? Good lord. No way.
0: Yeah. I um like I said, I just I I have a feeling this is this is going to be the lowest grossing movie for Christopher Nolan. Hands down. By a wide margin. Yeah. Unless he gets smart with it and puts it on stream. And then everyone can pay their twenty dollars and they can watch the movie at their leisure without worries of getting any type <clears throat> any type of rona. That's it. Yeah. It's a damn
3: And straight. you can control the volume at your house. Christopher Nolan movies are always too loud for me. So. Oh really?
0: Wow, you sound <laughs> like an old ass man. I'm sorry I love Nolan movies
3: but I always walk out of them
0: deaf for like three or four hours afterwards these damn Nolan movies are way too loud they need to turn down the volume they're hurting my eardrums you sound like an old ass man
3: he was part of a wave of I think directors a lot of the Bourne movies are like this too where there'll be like a lot of whispering okay they're around this corner hang on and then there's just machine gun fire and it's like oh my god so it's like, you know, your ears adjust to hearing whispering and all of a sudden there's like the, a bomb goes off and I about poop my pants. I'd, I'd rather just watch it at home and control the volume. I'm done with you. Just I'm just th- know that people are whispering and I'll start turning it down because I know something's going to get loud very soon. <laughs>
0: hmm. <laughs> hmm. I'm done. Well, I am done with you, man. It's 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 OK, Tom. It's OK. Everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be all right. Just so you know. It's too loud. It's too loud. It's I'm, I'm, too many... I'm like a dog at a 4th of July fireworks. Too many so. noises. Too and many a... noises. Too loud. Too many noises. They're too loud. Hey. Turn it down. I already hear him. I hear him. <laughs> We're already pulled over. We're pulled all the way over. Um, so anyway, moving on. Uh, let's, let's talk about sports. We got to talk about a little bit about sports. Did you guys hear about the, um, so Major League Baseball. It's going to be back in full effect here very, very soon. But my understanding is that there are some major baseball players that are opting out this season due to the coronavirus concerns. So, Jack, speak on it, bruh.
2: So, yeah, uh, baseball's trying to make its comeback. Um, and it just is uh, getting a little slowed down because now some of the players... Uh, are saying that they don't want to come back. Um, So MLB is allowing players who are deemed high risk uh, to opt out of playing and not lose their prorated season salaries or service time. Players who are not considered high risk can also opt out, but then they would forfeit their salaries and not accrue their service time. So, uh, you know, that's leaving... Some people are like, well, you know, should I come back and play baseball or is leaving my family and going and traveling going to be a risk. Um, and so Leak, uh, Mike Leak from the Diamondbacks, uh, was the first player reported a withdrawn. Um, his agent said in a statement on June 29th that Leak came to his decision after speaking with his family. Uh, they took countless factors into consideration, many of which are personal to him and his family. Uh, he's giving up $5 million in salary, the amount uh, he would have made in MLB's planned 60-game season, And he'll become a free agent in the offseason if the Diamondbacks decline their $18 million club option for 2021 and pay him a $5 million buyout. Um, So Ryan Zimmerman from the Nationals, uh, he's the longest tenured player there. He's also cited family concerns in his decision to stay away. Uh, Given my family circumstances, three young children, including a newborn and a mother at high risk, I've decided not to participate in the 2020 season. Um, so, I mean, there's uh, Joe Ross from the Nationals, Ian Desmond from the Rockies. And the list goes on, um, but you know, these are guys that are giving up, you know, millions of dollars uh, because they feel like it's not safe enough for them to go back and to play baseball, like, even if the the stands are not filled with fans, uh, and, and they're still just going into the locker room. They're going around all the management. They're going around all the maintenance people. They're going around the club, you know, uh, team members and, you know, there's still a lot of people that you come in contact to with when you're traveling to and also attending into, uh, into a stadium. There's uh you know, I understand that, that risk for them. And to say, Oh no, we must have sports. Yeah. Like, is this, you know, is this a time to have sports? Like I understand during uh, world wars, you know, we still had sports going on. It's, it was meant to bring the nation together and give, Nation, something to you know rally behind and still um, have is that you know glimmer of hope, right? But this is a different scenario. Um, you know, I, I just don't understand why it would be forced. You know, of all the things to, to open back up, um, I don't think that sports are are a necessity. Hmm. Unfortunately,
0: right on. Uh, so. Here's the thing. This is this is the obviously where we're at. I don't blame any of those athletes wanting to take this season and just stepping back and not doing this season at all. I mean, it's first off, it's 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 a prorated season, so probably their pay got prorated as well. Uh, now that doesn't that doesn't excuse them not wanting to play, but I understand their I understand their concerns in regards to not wanting to get sick, not wanting to come back and get people their their loved ones sick, them going on the road and then coming back to their kids and their their wives and kids and all that, their family. It's it's too much of a risk. So I understand I understand why some of these major athletes are are pumping the brakes on the idea of doing this season, you know. Um but, you know, uh, let me throw the question out to you guys. Definitely comment down below and let me know what you think. Do you think that they should be just going back to the regular season? Should they be playing or should they not? Tom, what do you think?
3: I kind of I, I, I'm OK with seeing baseball as long as I can figure out. I mean, because baseball specifically is there's a lot of social distancing already in baseball. It's not like football where. You know, on every play, everybody's on top of each other, breathing hard in their faces and everything. You know, everybody's already kind of spread out in baseball. So I'm kind of okay with it that way. Uh, I I would more worry about how they're traveling from city to city uh, if they're maintaining social distancing then. But I I think it could be an interesting year. Um, I totally get players not wanting to play this season. I'm not faulting them for it at all. Uh, I can totally see if you're a highly paid baseball player and you got a ton of money already. And maybe you're in the twilight of your career that you might be like, okay, I'm going to take this year off and it it might give an opportunity for a lot of younger players trying to grind out the beginning of a career for them to maybe shine a little more. Mm -hmm. So it might be kind of, it might be kind of an interesting season.
0: Uh, You know, if they can keep everybody safe and healthy. Interesting. So you're okay with it then. In a way, doing a
3: season if right now. they I, if there are no fans there and they're able to keep people social, you know, the players socially distanced, and if they're able to get them from city to city without, you know, putting them in danger, then I, I don't really see a problem with it, and I think it could be good for the country to kind of have something to take their mind off of the you know unrelenting s show that this year has been so far. Yeah. So. I think it'd be okay for them to start if they can do it safely.
0: A little bit of a mental vacation, if you will. Yeah, just something Having a mental so vacation. people aren't
3: just getting crushed by this year, which has just been awful. Well, I mean,
0: okay, so I, I, I'll say this, and I, I agree, you know, to a certain extent to what you, you're saying, Tom. I, But at the same time, I feel that... If there's no way of them actually being able to successfully do what they need to do, because you also got to remember, there's still traveling involved. You know, that's um, what I'm worried about. That's the part that I worry about, too. Uh, I, I have no problem with like there's nobody in the stands. That's fine. But they still have to deal with getting in planes, traveling to another place, dealing with going into hotels. There's still a lot of contact with other people. That have that that is involved before they go and step out on the diamond so that 's the one thing that majorly concerns me if I was yeah. a player, I would be very concerned about that specific thing right off the bat, okay right. yes, I do want everybody to have a good time I do want to have uh, everybody have a mental vacation, a little bit of escapism if you will from the daily as you just said s show that is going on with things, but at the same time I don't want to put myself at risk. I don't want to be the guinea pig (laughs) of this season just so I can secure the bags and give people some escapism. So I I, I kind of think of it would be really great to have baseball running again this, this summer. But maybe it's too soon, especially with everything shutting back down again. Maybe it's too soon because the other thing, too, is, you know, just a quick segue. Same thing. NHL is trying to get things up and running as well. They're trying to get they're trying to finish out their season. They're trying to finish the season right now. They're trying to they're, and they're still in the middle of trying to figure out what two cities because there's going to be two cities. I think one in Canada and one in America that's going to house all the games at the same uh, during this time so that they can get to a Stanley Cup type of finals now are we ready for that you know at the end of the day are we fully ready for sports to be back out in the front forefront for everyone to enjoy whether or not we have an audience and people in the stands are we really ready for that? I leave the question up to you guys. Comment below.
2: Mm. You know, it, they already had uh, some spring training type of stuff going on. Yeah. Um, and the Philadelphia Phillies revealed that five players and three staff members recently tested positive mm. after working out of the team facility in Clearwater, Florida. Mm. So, and that's just this, this week that they came out with that. So,
0: uh-huh. I and mean, if they're already testing positive while training. Yeah. They're testing. Wait, I'm sorry. They're testing positive right now as we speak? Yeah, during the, during, the spring training, during spring
2: training. During spring training. Five players and three staff members recently tested positive after working out of the team facility in Clearwater, Florida.
0: Have mercy. See what I'm saying? Those are the things. That's the stuff that I like. That's that ish I don't like. I don't like that, man. I don't like that idea. And it, see, then I can understand why. That's probably the information that these other players have gotten, and they're going, ah, no, nope, I'm good on it. I'll I'll sit out this season. I will sit out this season. You know what I'm saying? I don't blame them. Besides, think about this, though, too. What kind of season would it be without having the heavy hitters in there? The people that you 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 support and root for, and the the jerseys that you're wearing, the numbers that you wear, on, you know, on your back or on your chest, you know what I'm saying? That you're you're rooting for your team players, and those team players aren't even in the in the room, they are they aren't even out in the field. I don't know that may, that would make me feel some type of way too. Then you know that's that's losing spectators that have lost interest in watching because the the people that they usually support aren't out on the field hitting the damn ball. Like I said, are we ready for it or does this chalk up as like a COVID season? You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, like this is the uh, baseball season 2020, the COVID edition. You know what I'm saying? Like what, what's, what constitutes does it even does it even constitute as a real season in a way? See what I'm saying? Mm. Think about it. Then all of a sudden, somebody wins the World Series. It's like then everybody's like, Nah, he didn't really win. They didn't really win that. You know what I'm saying? Because you know COVID. You know they didn't even have half their team. They didn't have the energy in the room, out in the stands, rooting for them. They didn't have all the other you know atmospheric conditions going on. You see what I'm saying? People are to pull excuses out their ass when, say, the Cubs win again. Then they go, oh, unacceptable! No, no, no. unacceptable, man. It's COVID. That don't count. That don't count. That's COVID. COVID happened. That was the Rona season. That don't count, man. You see what I'm saying? We didn't have our Got such and aster- such. Go ahead. Yeah, put that asterisk next to it, you
2: know. Right. Yeah, he won. But, you know, he was on those antibodies
0: from COVID and they got like that little bit of HGH in it. (laughs) Facts, man. So does that, you see what I'm saying? So in a way, I keep thinking like, (coughs) so that's why I keep thinking, why not just take this moment, take this brief moment, this Corona break. You know what I mean? Have a moment of silence for this brief Corona break and just have the break. Start up next year. I understand they, I understand they all want to secure the bags, but I feel like the bags are already effed up this season.
2: I The mean, question is, if they already have them still training, and they're still requiring people to come for training camps or things like that, then it doesn't matter whether or not they're playing or not, because they're all still together anyway. If all the teams are all still together, I mean, it just makes it a little bit easier to transition to an actual game as opposed to just doing training um but it's still i don't know i think it's reckless to to move that quickly especially like right now if they see that it's everything spiking and they'd say oh no 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 it's good let's go ahead and get groups of people together consistently <laughs> like
0: right I don't know. We do have some comments here. Let me read one of these. Um, Queen Empress, good morning. Queen said, um, I, love face- I love Facebook. I love football, Seahawks all day, but I don't want the team getting sick. Bottom line, sports is entertainment, not an essential. Mr. Super said, the NHL strike shortened, uh, shortened season was the best. Every game mattered. Now, I get that. I get it. But do we do that at the cost of somebody's health or multiple people's health? If they're already saying, as Jack just said, if they're having spring training and people are actually contracting COVID during spring training, is it really that important that we have a game? Is it really that important that we have a season right now? Like I said, I feel like we're like I said, I understand everybody's trying to secure the bags. NBA is trying to get things up and running. I understand all that mess. We all want to make money. We all want to secure the bags. But at the same time, is it really that necessary to jump all up in it like that? I say we pump the brakes. We hold out. We get the vaccine. Whatever it might be. We eradicate this situation. We flatten the curve. Or we kill it all the way down dead. And then we start a season. Start everything fresh and anew top of the in in 21, I would hope. I would hope in 21, (laughs) you know, at least have some semblance of something in 2021, you know, but right now, I don't think it's a good idea. That's just what I personally think. I think everybody needs to work on, we need to focus on our health. Focus on health. Remember that
2: Tupac virtual concert they did? Yeah. They can just play, have everyone play like actually like showing them streaming. And playing like MLB Live Word. on
0: Xbox or something. I was just about just to say that. that route. I was just about to say about esports, man. Esports mm-hmm. is killing it. That that is a growing industry. I mean, I understand it ain't a real player actually really playing, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's some other form of entertainment. Yeah. Have those
2: players play their players in the game?
0: Yeah. <laughs> That'd be funny. That'd be actually funny. It's
2: my big hands. My big hands, man. I can't.
0: <laughs> yeah. I can't seem to play this. How do I what was how do I play myself? I don't get this. I hit B. Where's B? You know what I mean? Anyway, I think that's a, a very uh very interesting um uh, situation going on in the with the uh with baseball. And I feel like it's gonna slowly trickle over to every other sport as well. Because not everybody's okay with it. I mean, as much as they keep saying like, oh yeah, the NBA has it all figured out. Every time that they chuck out the ball, it's gonna be a sanit- it's gonna be a new sanitized ball. What? Excuse me? But you still got to factor in that they're full court press, they're the man on man, they're sweating on each other, like all this stuff. Like it just you got to factor all those things in. And if baseball is not cool with it and is not as full contact as football or baseball, I mean, uh, football or basketball. Come on, guys. It's only a matter of time that LeBron steps up and says, nah, I ain't cool with this either. Y'all, we got to pump the brakes, man. Gots the pumps, the brakes. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Remember the summer Olympics also start uh, next year. Uh, remember how he had canceled the Olympics? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like the Olympics. I think the normal games can, can be delayed a little bit longer.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> That's funny. I just, I'm reading somebody, uh, uh Steven, what's up? Steven said, um, uh, but they're going to, st- they're going to, uh, ban spitting and pitchers licking, uh, their fingers. And, uh, <laughs> it's, it, he said, Braun ain't stopping. That's true. That's very, very true. Um, Mr. Super said, I understand Tom's point about having sports would be a good distraction, but I think that we should shut it down. Uh, We need to eliminate all variables to reopen schools as a priority. And, you know, I, I agree with that too. You know, Mr. Super, I agree. You know, in this, they're obviously talking about reopening schools so that kids can actually attend, be in school, in class schools starting in August. So, Bro, that's only that's only 30 days away. You know what I'm saying? Pretty much. Yeah. It's 30 days away. Are we ready for that? I mean, you see what I'm saying? So if we're not ready to put kids in schools and we're going to do virtual classes again, which is a good possibility here, are we really ready to start doing baseball? Are we really ready to do all these sports? I think not. Mm-hmm. You know?
3: Well, the the uh, American Associ what is it the American Association of American Academy of Pediatrics uh, has recently come out and said that students should return to in person classes in the fall. That the benefits of going to a brick and mortar school right now outweigh the risks of the virus. They're saying that if kids are kept at home for too long and are not allowed to go back to their social lives that that risks uh, suicide, depression, and uh, stunted social growth. So the American uh, Academy of Pe- Pediatrics is saying kids should be going back to school in the fall.
2: What's mm.
0: mm. the money? What All the money for that one? <clears throat> All the money for that one you said, no, Jack?
2: Fo- follow the money. For that.
0: Oh, thank you. Now here's, here's, here's something, uh, schools. Let's just say this. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about it, y'all. Let's talk about it. Okay. Schools being open in August. What do you guys think? Do you think it's ready? Do you think schools will be ready in August? Let's go, let's go around the room. Hold
2: on. So let me, let me lay out a thing that I read about schools reopening. So you're going to take the kids you're going to put them in a room, set them in one room. You're not going to have windows open because it's going to be in the middle of the hottest times. So you're going to have AC going and circulating. You're going to have these these children that already are limited in their, in their recess or their PE. A lot of schools are limited down to 15 minutes for like the day. And now they're taking that part completely away. They're going to have the kids stay in their seats for the majority of the day. The students that were originally going from room to room now are going to have teachers come to the different rooms so they don't have to transfer as much. They have to eat their lunch at their desks. They had to stay at their desks for the entire day. So you think that sitting down kids and forcing them not to move and, and, and in a an closed room and we already don't have enough teachers already to teach bulk students, so how are we going to spread that out? So some of this, this the like the kids get to come back and some don't or like what if you already have one teacher that has to teach 60 kids? Well, you can't now all of a sudden have that one teacher running in between rooms where 15 kids are in each room to social distance them. And, and New York saw cases of children that were having symptoms from coronavirus to where they were having like phantom pain throughout their entire body, mm. like uh, similar to Kawasaki uh, syndrome to where they're like feeling inflamed and like burning pains. So again, like I was saying earlier, once kids go back to school and then the kids start getting sick or the parents that are dropping the kids off and the teachers start getting sick as well. Like it's not going to be like they, South Korea started to open up their schools and a week later had to shut it down because within the first two days people were getting sick. Yeah. Like, It has not gone well around the world when they've been trying to reopen schools already. Why we think we can do it when we have largest surges going on, like, is beyond me. Mm -hmm. And again, bored parents, parents that can't handle their children at home, that don't want to have their kids at home, that don't want to actually parent all the time because it's too hard for them. Like the push for kids to go back to school is not about. Caring about the pandemic is about people wanting their their lives to get to a normal status again, to where their kids aren't all around, around them all the time. Mm. Are you gonna raise the the, the teachers' uh, <clears throat> salaries, just like they're giving extra money to the people that are in the ERs and things like that? Yeah, front are line? the teachers actually gonna get some kind of a health pay Shoot. for being in a high risk situation. Absolutely, because uh, they're already underpaid in the first place. Absolutely and so, and they, and I mean, they should oh, be but i but i have a hard time doing e-learning it's hard for me to get my kid to sit down in front of the computer so i'd rather send my kid back and have a chance him getting a, a
3: deadly illness like i don't know,
2: it, it infuriates me
3: yeah. uh, i'll read the uh, american academy of pediatrics uh, reasoning on this they said lengthy time away from school and associated interruption of supportive services often results in social isolation making it difficult for schools to identify and address important learning deficits, as well as child and adolescent physical or sexual abuse, substance abuse, depression, or suicidal ideation. So I think from the viewpoint of the American Academy of Pediatrics, their, their fear is that the teachers are not able to kind of identify how a child is developing and what may be going on at home. And that also, as these children are socially isolated, they may become suicidal, depressed, uh, turn to substance abuse, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, Dr. Fauci also at the CDC is saying he doesn't think at this time a full shutdown of schools is totally necessary. But, um, you know, it's one of those things we'll have to wait and see on. But, you know, hopefully they take kind of a fluid approach to this, that if, if we do open things up like South Korea and it starts spreading, we can... Go back to e-learning, but, uh, that that's kind of where the, the American Academy of pediatrics is coming from with their
0: reasoning. Hmm. I, you know, you know, here it is the, the, there is a pandemic out there. People are getting sick, putting your kids out there. Are you like, that's the thing. It's it it kind of goes down to the parents. It all goes down to the parents has nothing to do with whether the whether the kid goes to school or not it 's more of a are the parents one comfortable with putting the kids back in school that 's it. I understand that there are parents out there that are desperate to put the kids back in school because you know, like we just said and Jack just said earlier there's a lot of there 's a lot of parents that don 't really you know don 't know how to deal with their child on a twenty four hour basis every day seven days a week But at the same time, you would think that this right now, during this time that we've had, obviously summer, summer's happening right now. But, you know, when we went into this whole lockdown, school was happening at home. So you'd think that these these parents would know how to deal with said situation. If they have to keep their child at home, if they're not comfortable with keeping their child, if they're not comfortable with having their child in school. Now, I can't speak on behalf of a a parent because I am not a parent, but at the same time, I feel like if I had a child, there ain't no way that kid's going back to school until this stuff is okay. Because now you got that kid going out there, there's no way, shape, or form that kid's just going to stay in his little area, boxed area, not Touching or moving around and being with other kids. I mean, that's how a lot of these kids get sick. They're all over each other. You know, they're doing this and they're touching each other. They're giving each other the, the, the germs that are being passed around on the daily is insane in those schools. So now I'm going to put my kid out there. Just so he can be back in school like that. Too much of a high risk situation. In my personal opinion. And then that's the same yep. thing. And that's the same thing for these these. Uh, and that's the same thing for these teachers as well. Especially, especially the younger, you know, uh, the elementary school, kindergarten, and preschool teachers. You know, they're putting themselves in serious, serious harm's way. You know, once you get into junior high, uh, high school, I, I, I'm sure that there's some levels of control you can have because the kids are mature you know what i'm saying to a certain extent they understand what's going on they understand what's going on you know but at the same time younger elementary preschool like kindergarten preschool that's i mean you're pretty much playing roulette in my personal opinion you know what were you gonna say yeah i'm reading
3: some of the uh precautions they're saying people should take it says uh Pre-kindergarten schools should focus on hand hygiene, cohorting classes to minimize crossover among children and adults and utilizing outdoor spaces when possible. Uh, face Face coverings and physical distancing are lower priorities as these strategies may be harder to implement on younger children. But in middle and high schools, universal face covering should be required when a six-foot distance is not able to be maintained and desks should be placed uh, three to six feet apart.
0: Yeah. So that's sort of where they're at right now. Um, can I throw something in? I got a, a comment here. Uh, Shanta Claire on YouTube just asked, what about full-time working parents? With no daycare, they have to figure something out. And, you know, and, and that's something... That's really loud, uh, so, and that's something that is a huge concern, of course, as well. There's a lot of full-time working parents out there, for sure, and there's a lot of parents out there that are not willing to sacrifice. Some some parents cannot sacrifice their job to to stay at home and take care of their kids twenty-four-seven. That's a lot. That's a lot to. That's a lot to risk, um, because of course, you know, there's a lot of. Uh, families that are, are both working parents contribute to the mortgage, contribute to the family bills, to their kids' schooling, et cetera, et cetera. So I can understand that, yes, you know, they, there's a lot of parents out there that need that kind of help um, because they got to go out and work. And not all parents are lucky enough to be able to be in a work-at-home situation, which I understand, totally understand that. Um, But yeah, with no daycare, they're kind of screwed. So it's like, what do you do? You know, unless you pay somebody to watch your kids. But then at the same time, you got somebody you are putting your kids at risk with because you don't know where they've been. So for so on and so forth, you know, you're putting your kids at risk every time. If you had somebody like uh, an au pair, that's the fancy way of saying a nanny. You know, we're gonna say Jack.
2: Am I blowing your ears out still? Is it? <laughs> it, it, it?
0: It's a little loud, but yeah, it's I don't understand good.
2: why I didn't do anything different. It's, it's so all good. Up. Um, so, I mean, if you force the economy to reopen, yeah. Then, yes, all those people that are sitting there that have to fend for themselves to be able to get more money, especially if they can't get unemployment, if the one-time stimulus check that came in wasn't enough to sustain them for more than, you know, a month, and now they're here and they're going through all their savings and their mortgage payment or their bills are backing up and maybe they make a bubble payment coming up here soon, like, people have to earn cash. I get it. Um, And our country has been led into this situation to where people were given a small break and then forced to go back in while things were still being, you know, unraveled. Uh, And, and, you know, it's... I don't again, follow the money. Because the economy has to make money and now the parents have to go back to make money to pay for the things that they had to pay for, the children are going to be put at risk. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's going to happen... In a lot of cities, I think it's already happening. You know, daycares are still open. I, I still see places that are are accepting uh, people to come in. Churches have opened back up. The uh, weekend services are there. You know, there there are still these religious schools that are are having all of their things going on. I mean, it. I don't know it's a, it is a rough situation to be in. I don't I don't like the decisions people have to make. And you know. Because they are literally between a rock and a hard place and where the rock is losing your home and the hard place is maybe possibly losing a family member. Yeah. I mean, that's a, you know, and the, the, maybe the kids go there. Maybe the kids are less susceptible to get it, right? But they may still carry it. So a kid goes to school in contact with somebody else. They shared their chips. They, they switch their, you know, their sandwiches at lunch or whatever it may be. Oh, I, I took a drink out of the wrong cup. We shared that oh, yeah. you know, water fountain. Touch the same door, blew my nose, da da da, and now they bring it home. I mean, that's the that's a concern. Is it's it's not only an incubation area for all these people. If you drop off, you know, how many kids are in an average school in the, in the U.S. 100, 200. You go into high schools and in other schools, 400. I mean. How are you going to limit them? You only have so many classrooms. You only have so many teachers. Uh-huh. Even if people are doing these partial things or some do e-learning and still, still come back to the, the brick and mortar. I mean, again, people are going to congregate. I already see young kids standing outside the McDonald's and they pull up in their three or four cars and then they get out and they're all hanging out and no one's got masks on. I mean, you're going to throw these kids back into school and you think they're going to stay away from each other?
0: Yeah, it's impossible.
2: It's literally impossible. now Throw in some hormones too. Right. Good luck with that. Have mercy, <laughs>
0: and then you know, and you also got to remember. I mean, it's the human condition that we all want to be in connection with each other. We all want to communicate. We all want to know each other. We all want to be around each other. You know that we want to have physical contact with each other. I mean, it's inevitable that that's what's going to inevitable is going to happen. This is the reason why the 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 virus is spread so so quickly because and and continues to spread so quickly because of that. We are on top of each other, you know, uh, all the time. That's just who we are as humans. But, um, and, and you got you definitely got a point. I mean, there's, there's so many different factors that you got to risk and throw in. And like I said before, I don't know if, um, you know, I feel like a first semester should be at home. Now, I know that sucks for a lot of parents that need to work. So I understand that part. I do understand that part. But... I feel like there's a lot that is too soon. It's too early to say right now. Like we need to figure out what's going on before we just start thrusting our children into schools when there's a second wave right now thats that we're in the middle of beginning, of starting. Now, there's something that I don't know. That I've never heard before in my life. So please, guys, do not judge me. I'm going to ask this question. You know, I'm not somebody who's a, I'm not a walking, uh, you, you know, I'm not a walking internet or walking Google. It's funny because you can't even say encyclopedia anymore. Um, but bubble pods. I have never heard of that before in my life. Now, I know you mentioned that before, Jack, in in, in you talking and mm-hmm. queen empress just mentioned it mentioned it earlier as well and i'm curious as to what the heck is a b- bubble pot i've never heard of that before in my life
2: Are you, have you seen that movie the bubble boy <laughs> <laughs> yeah have you, have you seen that yeah so imagine putting everybody in inside of a bubble literally a bubble
0: no, no. Well, th- I here, mean, is you want to go out and about? This, here you
2: go. Get, here you are. I mean, this sort of is covered by.
0: Like this is covered, but I'm asking you: This is dead ass, or is this like some kind of joke?
3: No, you know 100%. what I'm saying? This is
0: dead ass. No, Tom's laughing, so I'm going. Okay, is this real, or is this some sort of like funny thing? You know what I'm saying? That's. I'm
3: all. I'm I'm laughing at the thought of like a first grade teacher trying to maintain a classroom full of seven year olds in bubble pods that are just bouncing into each other and. Trying to uh, teach, like, the president's
2: one. you got to picture something else a little bit. This is more like a tent that can okay. go basically around a desk. So you could sit a desk okay. inside of it. It's like what you would see the soccer mom sitting in on the side of a, a field that it's raining. Gotcha. And I'll pull, I'll pull one up here and uh, to show you what it looks like. Um, I just had then, this
3: vision in my mind of like first graders, like bouncing around the room in their little <laughs> bubble pods and like bouncing into each other and, you know, like three kids getting together and throwing another kid, you know, <laughs> I mean, I'm just here. trying to imagine some poor teacher trying to maintain actually, order. Actually, I'm going
0: to, I'm going to pull it up here.
2: Oh, you, you got a, you got a photo. I was trying to save one, but
0: yeah, I'm going to look this up. Um, but yeah uh, continue continue telling us a little bit about this thing cuz this is a, a a fascinating idea um well,
2: i don't know it's kind of one of those um you know everyone and their plastic pods i mean it, it is just a you know here come to, come to school to to be next to people but uh, you got to be inside of this you know little it's basically like a cage a clear cage pretty much like, again yeah. you're putting somebody into and forcing them to sit there to
0: indoctrinate them with your with your education interesting i'm, I'm trying to look for it and it's the same
2: thing that people might want to use while they're going out to eat you know and they will set up individual spots where people can sit i mean it just is um i don't know Interesting. It's very, very it, futuristic.
0: Interesting. Know? Interesting. I, I tried to look it up. I, I couldn't find it, honestly. Um, but, uh, because I saw other types of pods and mm-hmm. I it, it didn't show anything in a classroom type of deal, but it is an interesting thought and it is, it, it is an interesting, you know, kind of approach. I've seen ones where it's like a, like a glass cone, you know, or a plastic cone. That's just kind of hovering over your head. Not really covering your entire body, but just kind of hovering over your head. I've seen those kind of things, but um, I didn't know that they were called pods. You know, that's quite a interesting, that's weird. Um, but that's quite a th- that's quite a thought, y'all. That's something to think about for sure. You know what I mean? That's definitely something to think about for sure. But anyway, we got to go into a quick commercial break. We will be right back. This is The Pascal Show. Bye. Hey, welcome, welcome back guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If this is your first time checking out this show, please go hit that like button underneath this video right now as we speak. And if you haven't done it yet, hit that subscribe button. We would really, really appreciate that. Anyway, moving on to other pieces of news. Now, um, obviously before, honestly, before we go into our next subject. um, So that's the bubble pod that you were talking about, right?
2: Jack? Yeah, these are like one of the the versions of it. I mean, basically the same idea, you know. Yeah, let me Uh, see. They're just, you know, just enclosed
0: things uh, just to keep everybody away from it. Lean out the way. There we go. Interesting. So that's kind of an example Mm -hmm. of what would be, like, imagine a desk in it. So something slightly bigger with a desk in it. it. Reminds me of an outhouse. I'd be worried a kid would take a dump in there. (laughs) I'm worried about kids like hyperventilating if they're claustrophobic. Uh, I'm worried about ventilation in a way. Uh, There's there's a lot of things to be worried about if it was any type of thing like that. You know what I mean? Queen, Queen is saying that's not it, but um, yes. uh, And we understand it's probably a much bigger version because you got to fit a, you got to fit an actual desk in that piece, but that's kind of that's kind of a general idea okay so jack found it but that's a general idea of what a bubble pod would look like um but jack now has the other version so give Mm -hmm. us a minute it'll probably be up here in a little bit bang oh so that's like the workout pod yeah Mm -hmm. holy god holy god that's the workout pod it's a clear cage so in other words what those poor kids are, are all those kids that are uh, being held captive <laughs> right now, in cages right now. It's pretty much what they're doing right here. Except it's cellophane and not, you know, wired cages. Anyway, I and digress. And they get to go home at the end of the day. And they get to go home at the end of the day. That is messed up. Let me see that one more time, Jack. Let me see that one more time. No, no, no. I'm talking about this. The photo that you have behind you could you lean out one more time. Wow. Now that takes up a lot of room. So in other words, if it was going to be some sort of version of that, those classrooms are going to be hella small. Those classrooms are going to be hella, hella like as far as the amount of people that are in that classroom, it's going to be like 12 at least at most, you know what I'm saying? And 12 that, and that's that's scrunching it in no no more uh no more passing notes over and seeing if the girl next to you likes you or not check yes or no you know all those things are gone you know that's crazy would be
2: more like the matt damon how you like them apples
0: i got a number How you like them apples wow i got an instagram account how you like them apples you know what i'm saying like that's Hmm. That's messed up. That's really messed up. That's really sad. That's sad stuff. I hope it doesn't turn into that. I really don't. We don't need a boy in the bubble type of situation. That's terrible. The queen just said the new normal. I really hope it's not the new normal. Real talk. I really hope it's not the new normal. That's terrifying to think that that could be the new normal everywhere. That's terrible. That's absolutely terrible. You know, um, I do have some more terrible news, unfortunately. It is uh, part of our top news stories. It's one of them that we hadn't covered yet. So we're going to talk about that really quick. Um, China researchers discover a new swine flu with pandemic potential. So Chinese researchers have discovered a new type of swine flu that can infect Humans And has the potential to cause a future pandemic, according to a study released on Monday, Um, though scientists have cautioned that this virus does not pose an immediate global health threat. The disease, which researchers called G4, (laughs) G4 virus, like a plane. Um, is genetically descended uh, descended from the H1N1 swine flu that caused a pandemic in tw- 2000, uh, 2009 G4 now shows all the essential hallmarks of a candidate pandemic virus so now they say that this uh their understanding is that it has it is a p- potential pandemic influenza s- strain um and it, it meets a lot of base, the basic criteria, but it's not, but it's not for sure going to cause a hypothetical 2020 flu pandemic, even, um, or even be a, a dominant strain in humans. So, this is something that they've been seeing in 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 pigs, and now some people have actually contracted this flu-like virus called G4. So, um that's also something very very new and it's uh it, it's it's not like it's out there in the front, but it's out there. It's out there.
2: So, I read that um so this G4 EA H1N1, yes, uh, has been common on China's pig farms since 2016 and replicates efficiently in human airways, uh, according to the study that was published on Monday. Uh, So far, it has infected some people, but it has not caused disease. But the experts say that that could change without warning. G4 viruses have all the essential hallmarks of a candidate pandemic virus, like you said, um, and monitoring of it should be uh, urgently implemented. Uh, The study that published online in the journal Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences is based on the surveillance of pigs in 10 Chinese provinces from 2011 to 2018. In the last three years of the study, researchers collected 338 blood samples from workers on 15 pig farms and 230 from people in nearby households. Uh, They found that 10.4% of the workers and 4.4% of the others tested positive for G4EAH1N1. And that workers between the ages of 18 and 35 tested positive at a higher rate, 20.5%. So, uh, yeah, they they say it could be that there's no further change in the virus, um, or it could become more aggressive in people, uh, such as the SARS-CoV-2 did.
0: You know, I think that they just need to keep a full-on focus on China, period. It just seems like everything's coming from there. Holy God. What is up, man? And this is news
2: that's wrapping out of Hong Kong right now, right? But um, what just also passed was that China uh, passed their new security measures that allows them basically now to where Hong Kong, uh, if you are pro democracy, um, you are now seen as a terrorist or a threat to the mainland China. Uh, so now Hong Kong is basically has lost its you know uh, independent status. Uh, from China, and so don't expect to be seeing any more news like this anymore coming out of them soon, because it'll be seen as propaganda Hmm. against China.
0: Wow. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Interesting.
2: Remember those Hong Kong protests that were going on? Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Remember that time? Yeah. And then the coronavirus came out. And then the coronavirus came out. Yeah. But hey, we,
3: we allow it to happen so we can get these things for the cheap.
0: Hey. Yeah. Bang.
3: Got a nice smartphone. It's crazy, right? Yeah. And yeah. it was also, I mean, that that's huge news in and of itself. And the Associated Press also yesterday came out with a report showing that China is using... Uh, widespread use of IUDs and birth control, forced abortions and sterilization to limit the population of Uyghurs, uh, Chinese Muslim minority in Western China. Crazy. Forced abortions, IUDs, sterilizations to try in. I mean, it's cultural genocide. I mean, it's either to... Absolutely. Yeah. And it's just genocide going on and we're just allowing it to happen so we can get these things. Yep. Fun times. Yeah. Yeah. Forced abortions. Forced abortions. Forced sterilizations. Ab- IUDs. Limiting of children so that they can keep that Muslim minority a minority. And this isn't even to address the fact that they have re-education camps for this Muslim minority to make them more Chinese. What what remains of them? They're trying to wash out in these re-education camps, concentration camps. Which many people suspect are being used to harvest organs
2: uh-huh.
3: for you know, organ donations, organ transplants. I mean, China is up to some ugly, genocidal, totalitarian evil. And we're just allowing it to happen because we get cheap electronics and manufacturing that way.
2: But but all these uh, tariffs have gone into place. all these tariffs. yeah, Because that hurts... Oh, wait, us. Yeah. <laughs> it raises the prices. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah but they... the U.S. has suspended uh-huh. export of sensitive tech to Hong Kong. It's trying to pass the new national security law. Um, you know, we were friendly with Hong Kong uh, took Hong Kong's side because they were pushing for democracy. and But um, now, you know, I mean, I don't know if Trump's made any Statement towards it or not, I, I doubt there'll be anything you know significant uh, that's able to be done or said. Um, yeah, but yeah, China's on. Uh, you know, they got a plan. They want full world domination, and they want everyone to follow the Chinese way. So um, it is slowly implementing it. You know, they're in it for the long game.
3: Yep,
0: it's terrible. Yeah. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Um and that's that's terrible news, man. I, there's so much I want to say, but then there's so much there's not a whole lot to say aside from the obvious. But yeah, that's that's just really sad. That's sad news. That's really sad news, man. Mm. Yep. Man, anyway. Um, moving on, moving on, uh, we, we do have to talk about this other thing. Um, now this is something that, this is something that we, we have not talked about yet. Uh, we have not addressed. Um, and there's this. Uh there's a there's a, there's a lot of things going on right now um in regards to the protests there's still a lot of protesting going on obviously um but there is a new uh there's a new situation that's been going on it, it's actually not new it's a, it's an o- it's an older case that happened last year in 2019 where a young man a young black man by the name of Elijah McLean, was um killed while being obtained and arrested by the, by the, by the police. Now he was of course, you know, beaten and hurt um, uh, savagely, uh, where savagely by the police, but then he later on died in, uh, the hands of paramedics in at the hospital. Um, so there is uh, new protests, um, that have sparked up because, because of, um, uh, Elijah McClain's case, um, now there have been a lot of people that have been protesting because they wanted to, they wanted to get justice for Elijah um, because of how he died was very suspect. Um, he was long story short, uh, uh, a nine one one call was made uh, with reports of a man in a ski mask acting suspiciously walking down the street. Elijah was wearing a full on um, full on ski mask covering everything except for his eyes. He was on his way back home. This 911 call came in. These, uh, a cop or these, these police officers came up uh, to answer that particular call. Um, they approached him. They basically, I'm going to jump through all the, the gritty details, but through them arresting him, they uh, something happened where he said the three magical words, I can't breathe. Um, they threw a physical altercation between him and the cops. They put a chokehold on him, making him pass out. The paramedics pulled up. They shot him with uh, ketamine, if I'm correct. What is it? What mm-hmm. is it again? Mm-hmm. It's ketamine. ketamine right? Right? Yes, yeah, it's ketamine. Thank yeah. you. I saw you shake your head. I'm like, whoa, am I wrong? Okay, so, no, right, right. No, you're so right. they it's shot him just, with ketamine. I, it's, it's just sh- weird that we're drugging people with ketamine against their will. It, it, exactly. So he was passed out. They drugged him with, they shot him with ketamine, apparently more than what he was supposed to be getting. Uh, uh, it was over a therapeutic
2: like, amount, they said.
0: A therapeutic amount, uh, allegedly, but it was way more than what his body weight is supposed to be taking. Uh, so then yes he he later on went into a cardiac arrest he went to the hospital where he later died now there of course is a lot of other things that happened in the middle of all this there's body cam footage the cops were the cops were savages man um you know in my personal opinion uh they were treating him in such a way you can clearly see that this was an eccentric man um you know there's an eccentric young man i i think he was on the spectrum if 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 you're going to be if i'm going to be completely honest i think he was on the spectrum um and you know there's a lot of footage that was shown or that is out there where the cops are trying to angle the the body cam away from things so that they don't get captured uh there's a lot of things that are being said to elijah while he is being uh kneeled upon um and all that it it is really really crazy and it's terrible and it's heart wrenching and i'm not about to play any of the footage because it's it it breaks my heart every time I hear the um when, every time I hear the video, um, but there was a vigil um, just yesterday uh, where people came together, um, a, a whole bunch of people who string players, violins, cellos, violas, got together and they did a peaceful violin vigil for Elijah McLean. Now, Elijah was an avid violin player. In fact, he would go and play the violin at, um, at uh, animal shelters because he felt that the cats and the animals were lonely. So he would go over there and play the violin for them. Uh, this was a gentle human being. This was a gentle man. And the way he died was so unbelievably wrong and so unjust. So people came together to do a violin vigil in behalf and in solidarity and in protest of Elijah McClain. And somehow this violin vigil, this peaceful violin vigil turned And cops began to spray these violinists and these musicians with pepper spray. I have got to show this video. Now, as you guys know, as I just said before, these people got together to protest because they wanted they just want justice for him. They want the the state of Colorado uh was not willing to open up the case to reinvestigate the situation. They weren't doing that. Um, I got to turn you guys down real quick. Okay. So, of course, this is a peaceful vigil that went from them just playing music in unison to pepper spray and rubber bullets. Here we go. Go. no no
1: no no You've got-
0: now that obviously was just one piece of it. it obviously escalates into much worse things um the cops come in and they just start blasting everybody. I'm pulling up another one there's there's another clip here guys. Just want to make sure. No, that's not it. But as you can see, that these are just people coming together. It is a it is a peaceful it is a peaceful demonstration. And um sorry, I'm trying to find the video. And uh I do not have it, it looks like. Um, but it was a peaceful vigil, it was a peaceful gathering, and it turned into just absolute chaos. Um, once the cops showed up, everything went really, really bad. Everything went south. So, uh guys, do you have anything to say in regards to this?
2: So there is also, to add on to that, at the vigil, they showed, said that there was uh, three of the Aurora PD officers are under investigation for taking inappropriate photos at the memorial. Um, inappropriate photos? What's that?
0: Inappropriate
2: photos? Uh, Yeah, there is, uh, basically, uh, there's offers, uh, so uh, sources say the photos were disseminated within the ORPD to other officers and showed the officers reenacting the hold that preceded McLean's death uh, while at the memorial.
0: Come on. Um, Come on, man. Come on, bruh. Tonea, man. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Now, I'm trying to find the other angle, because I had the video, and now it's not here. Um, but obviously, as you guys can see, the video the, the video shows the guys coming up, ready to rock and roll. Obviously, um, I just hate when I see the woman screaming, no, 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 no. Like, you know what I mean? It's kind of, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like, they're not here to... We're not here to do anything bad. We're just playing music. You know, of course, there are people in the background that are protesting and saying what they're saying, what they need to say, of course. But they're all everybody's. It's a peaceful gathering. Beautiful music's being played. Music that Elijah would have enjoyed. Music that. It's. uh, I know I keep saying it over and over and over again, but I just keep wondering when these things are going to stop. Um, and when people are going to actually start listening to each other. Um, it's so, uh, it's heart wrenching, especially when you hear that kind of story. Then when you see the video, and like I said, I'm not going to play it here. Um, Cause I'll lose it. But if you hear what he's saying, and those are his last words. It's just heavy. And then you got people who came together just to play music on behalf of him. And you got to shoot them down with with pepper spray and rubber bullets? It just does not make any bloody sense to me at all.
3: I mean, it looks like something out of 1984. I mean, just to be... Totally blunt. It's like a bunch of people peacefully together playing classical music. And then this heavily armed mob, all dressed in black shows up like they're infiltrating like Osama bin Laden's bunker or something. Yeah. For, for people playing violin music. Yeah. What what the hell are we doing? What, what are we, where, where are we? This is America. Yeah. But like, I mean, if you're one of those guys, I'm trying to put myself in the mindset of one of those guys that's decked out in, like, 40 okay. pounds of armor or however much those guys are in. At what point don't you just, like, kind of look back on yourself and be like, you know, am I am I the bad guy here? I might be playing on the wrong team. That yeah. I might be doing some evil. Yeah. It, it I may- mean, how do you not have that level of self-reflection where it's like these people are playing violin and I'm moving in, in like, tactical military gear to break this up. I mean, at some point you have to have some level of self-awareness where you like, look at yourself and be like,
0: I think I'm, I think I'm playing for the wrong team. Yeah. Just following orders. It makes you wonder like, when does somebody like, do these guys ever feel like they go home, take off their riot gear, take off that, that shield, pull out the cold one, sit back, crack it open, kick their feet up and go, I did good today. I wonder if they ever have any moments of self-reflection of realizing like, no, I'm a piece of, like what I did was trashy. What I did was not right. Do these people have any sense of having any sort of, any sort of uh, conscience It's beyond me that certain people like this, that there are people out there that will go and do that. You see those people who are just chilling. I got the clip. I'm going to play it for you guys. This is something that needs to be seen.
1: On Friday, we brought you the story of Elijah McClain, a 23-year-old black man who died after he was detained by police last year in Aurora, Colorado. McClain was a massage therapist who taught himself to play the violin and the guitar. He was a vegetarian who loved animals. He also had anemia, so he sometimes wore a ski mask to keep himself warm. Last August, he went to the convenience store to buy iced tea, and on his way home, a man called 911 because Elijah McClain was wearing that ski mask and waving his arms. I have to warn you, the body camera footage from when the police confronted McLean is disturbing. In that confrontation, he told police, quote, I am an introvert. Please respect my boundaries that I am speaking. I am just different. Instead, they restrained him on the ground and used a chokehold. When the paramedics arrived, they injected him with a strong sedative. On the way to the hospital, McLean had a heart attack and he died a few days later. Elijah McLean's last words are haunting from this person who was clearly not a threat in any way, but who was being treated with this horribly violent force. And that exact dynamic replayed itself in Aurora, Colorado at the site of a protest and a vigil in honor of McLean on Saturday. People congregated to pay tribute to him, to call for accountability for his death, and to play their violins in his honor. Mm-hmm. And then Aurora police basically recreated the dynamic of his death. Police and riot gear came into the crowd, and look what happened mm They claim they advanced when people pushed down a fence and tore plywood off store windows, threw water bottles at officers. (laughs) The Aurora Mayor has now called for a special meeting of the City Council tomorrow. But when you see that video, those folks in riot gear, descending upon a peaceful protest. It's not some isolated incident. We keep seeing this kind of thing time and time again in the wake of George Floyd's death and protests over and over. Police deploying levels of force and coercion and violence completely excessive to the needs of the moment. And all of that is having a day-by-day cumulative effect on the public's opinion on policing. It turns out batoning and tear-gassing protesters is not going over well. We're we'll talking about that ahead.
0: Okay, so. There you have it, guys. I mean, it went from something peaceful to just chaotic, and it was all because here it is. (laughs) I'm not trying to throw any any police force under the bus. I'm not trying to bash anybody. But when you got something that's peaceful, that was peaceful, y'all. How does it have to go from beautiful music being played People honoring Elijah McLean to that to pepper spray and rubber bullets
2: what was the reasoning someone outside of the park at a storefront took off plywood from a store so they stormed the park? That was the
3: reason <laughs> i mean it's just it's just fricking ridiculous, yeah, I mean. <laughs> It's I nuts. mean, here's, here's what's going to happen. They send these people in all decked out like they're going to war. And yep. they are. They're going to war with peaceful, pro- peaceful protesters. Yeah. But what's going to happen here, and, and we, are, we saw it, you know, a few years back in Dallas, cops are going to get killed because of this. Like, if you really care about cops and their well-being and safety, you have to realize that when they do stuff like this, and I'm not saying all cops are bad, But when you see cops do stuff like this, they're putting other cops' lives in danger because, to a casual observer, that looks like a military force descending on a peaceful crowd, and people are going to respond. People who maybe don't have their mindset right are going to respond, and they're going to kill police officers that didn't have anything to do with this, that maybe are good cops. But we haven't seen the retaliation yet, but we will, and there are going to be cops that die because of this. So if you really care about cops, you better hope they stop doing stuff like this because there's going to be retaliation.
0: You know what's very frustrating to me? Um, That we have to see this kind of stuff happen. That we have to witness that type of ridiculous display. Because here's the thing. We all... Of course, want things to we we most people want things to have an even balance. You know, we all understand to a certain extent that when we're in trouble, we need somebody like a a, a police officer there to save us. I fully understand that. I understand that there's certain moments that we do need police officers to step in. You know, it's kind of like we understand the, nece- the necessity of having firefighters, the necessity of having doctors and, and you know, paramedics, etc. But then you see moments like this and it makes you feel like, what is the point? Are they really here for the good? It puts hate in your heart. And I can see why somebody would be angry. Some of those people that were there would be extremely angry if you see men and women, police officers that are walking out looking like stormtroopers up in this piece, looking like they're about about to get shot off into space, ready to rock and roll. When all these people are doing is sitting there and doing something peaceful, guys. That was a peaceful vigil. Peaceful. That was not an angry mob. By you guys, but by you guys coming in that way, but by the police walking in that way, it gives off a different vibe. Now you're just poking a sleeping bear. Why would you do that? Don't you see that those people that are up there playing music, beautiful music, and everyone sitting and listening to them in honor of Elijah, in honor of his death, they weren't out there throwing, doing anything. They weren't out there throwing rocks. They weren't out there doing anything. It was peaceful.
3: I can't get over the fact that they drugged him with ketamine against his will. I, I, what, I mean, this is why people want to defund the police Uh because the police totally bungled that situation could not have handled it any worse. And I'm talking, I'm talking with Elijah. They messed up that as bad as you could possibly mess up anything. What they needed in that situation was a social worker who understood how to deal with somebody who you know maybe had some psychological issues who was not you know a real threat you don't just drug a guy with ketamine that's a that's a club drug but we're gonna start like putting lsd in people during interrogations now we're gonna start doing like mk ultra stuff when we bring people in it's it's unbelievable to me that 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 happened. But then you see what else the Aurora police are doing when they're showing up at this violin concert and spraying people and beating them, you know, I mean, that entire police department needs to be shut down, disbanded. I I don't know if that was a SWAT unit or a state police that showed up to that, or if that was local Aurora police, but whoever that is, they need to shut down and those people need to reapply for their jobs. And if they can pass increased psych tests, E- increased uh temperament tests then maybe let them back in but i would say as of today all of those police officers that responded to that violin concert should be out of a job all of them
0: i just want to say some i've listened to and watched the video of uh elijah the moments that led up to his death. Do you know that this man was doing his best to comply? Do you know that... F it. Do you know that during the time that they were choking him, he began to vomit? He He threw up several times. Mm. And each occasion... One of the cops said, hey man, get that away from my shoes. Jesus. They threw him on the ground. And as he's vomiting, convulsing from the vomit, fighting to breathe, fighting to get a breath, as he's saying all those things of, I can't breathe, you know, I- I'm just a little different. I love you guys. He was saying all these things. He was saying all of these things, man. One of the the cops has the audacity, has the audacity to say to him, you keep moving, I'm sicking my dog on you and he's going to bite you. These are the things that are being said throughout this entire thing, throughout this entire body cam situation that is capturing his death. Then we click fast forward. A year later where he has not been justified for his death at all at all these wonderful beautiful people out here just playing beautiful music these barbarians of cops come out and have the audacity to spray people innocent peaceful people with pepper spray and shoot them with rubber bullets what in the hell is going on here this ain't Chop. This ain't Chaz, y'all. This was not a riot. And yet that stuff is passable. That stuff is okay. That's when it's okay. That's that's when the, the cops can go act a damn fool. That's justified. Where's the justification in that? A man who's screaming out, pleading for his life. A man who might be a little eccentric, might be a little different, yet you don't approach him in a specific way. Ha! Training. Might be needed when it comes to those things. When he's saying I'm a little different, I'm introverted. Please understand, he's saying those things. He's pleading for his life. He's he's on his he's on his chest. He's already arrested, and he's saying I can't breathe. And he's saying I love you guys. Uh, please, no, 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 I can't, no, 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 no. He's saying all these things, just spitting it out like it's just like it's verbal diarrhea because he's just trying to fight for his life. You guys have the audacity to to, to say, hey, uh, you know, he's vomiting, not on my shoes. I'm going to sick the dogs on you if you don't if you don't stop moving. The man's not moving. He can't breathe. See, and that's and that's the thing. It's like. What's beyond me is that it took so long for that case to be reopened. Because now Colorado finally is reinvestigating that particular case. But it was swept under the rug. No one gave a damn about that. Just another kid being suspicious. And the funny thing is, is if you see the other footage of him actually at the store, him buying whatever he was buying, I think he was just buying some Gatorades or something like that. Yeah, he had the mask on. I mean, he was literally being kind. He paid in cash. He turned to the guy behind him as he's getting his whatever he was getting from, from the, the convenient, the, the gas station. He bowed to him, to the guy, out of thanks, and he walked out the door. Where was he being suspicious? Walking down the street. He was walking down the street. Where is he being suspicious? And yet he can't even have a decent vigil. You guys don't even give him the decency of that. This is the reason why people are saying defund the police. Moments like that. Exactly what Tom just said. These are the moments when we go, hmm, maybe we need to reorganize how we pay where the money really is going. Because those two separate moments did not need to happen, period. He was an innocent kid. I'm sorry. I just. Damn it. He was just an innocent kid, man. He didn't do nothing. And he can't even have a peaceful vigil (laughs) in honor of him. Now everybody looks at that vigil in a negative way. Thank you, Popo. Thank you.
3: And where are the good cops condemning this sort of behavior? Where is any one cop in a position of authority saying, Hey, that's wrong. What happened there is wrong. They all toe the same line and it just puts the crosshairs on all of them. Cause there will be a retaliation. I mean, we know that there is going to be like there was in Dallas and it's not going to be a good thing, but there are going to be cops that die in retaliation to the, 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 punk behavior they've been showing and when they do they're going to be your normal people on fox news saying oh this was unprovoked and how could we ever see this happening and it's like well it's these bad cops that are putting good cops at risk by doing this kind of stuff and and the supposed good cops not condemning this bad behavior makes them complicit
2: Who's the one that said, "Hey, go out here and prepare to riot or for riots at this peaceful protest"? But I need you guys on standby in the middle of the day to go at at this at this vigil. Like, who is the one that gave that order?
0: That's what I'd like to know. know,
2: It was like they just got all those cops just got together by themselves and put on the riot gear and then lined up. Like somebody instructed
0: them to be there. Yeah, Uh, I'm going to say this, man. That was not a protest. That was a vigil. Yeah. And I'll say this too. I have cried so many tears over the past month. I am tired of crying. I am tired of shedding tears. I am tired of this. I am tired of all the Karens of this world. I am tired of all the BS that's out there. I'm tired of all the riot gear. I am tired of all the protests. I am tired of all all this stuff. And I understand that it's necessary. I understand that the, the protests are necessary. I understand all this is necessary. I just want things to start working out. I am tired of hearing are innocent black men and women getting killed every single time i'm tired of all these stories getting popped up i'm tired of seeing all this injustices that are going on can we start figuring this stuff out now i am tired of it i'm seriously tired of it do you think i like talking about this stuff every single day hell no we have got to start taking steps towards making progress and that's on both ends of this of this on the both sides of this fence we have got to start figuring something out or we're going to start hearing other stories and instead of it being young innocent black men and women it's going to be cops It's going to be consistent stories about cops getting killed. And we don't have time for that. And we don't need that. Just like we don't need to hear these stories about young black men and women dying too. We need to start figuring something out and we need to start figuring this stuff out now. Period. A man can't even have an innocent vigil. That was not a protest. I don't care what anybody says. That was not a protest. That was a vigil. I'm sorry. I'm just tired of talking about it. I know we need to. It's necessary. But there is a part of me that's just like, Every time I hear something like this, it, I'm, I die a little bit inside. I know that sounds really dr- dramatic, but real talk, I die a little bit inside. You know, especially something like one of those stories, you know, really, they really, it really gets me. Like the Ahmad Arbery situation really, really tugged at my heartstrings hard because he didn't deserve that. Just like this young man didn't deserve that. And even so, they still couldn't give that man a proper vigil. They couldn't even give him that simple respect. I'm tired of shedding tears, man. I'm just tired of it. Anyway, I appreciate everybody who's commenting down below and uh, saying what they need to say. But there's got to be a way that we start figuring this. We need to, whatever leaders that need to get into into rooms, whatever things need to happen, need to start happening. Immediately. So we can start getting, taking that step towards utopia. Whatever that perfect world's going to be. We need to start making those steps towards something. Just tired about, I'm tired of talking about a, a Briona Taylor or, a, a, Elijah McClain or, George Floyd or Eric Garner or Michael Brown Jr. Like the fact that I can say those names, they just roll off the tongue. Is not good. We need to start figuring something out. We need to fig- start, start figuring that stuff out now. And MB, you're right, we have to keep fighting until those things do stop. I just keep thinking like, you know, I lost my dad in November. And if I did a vigil on behalf of him in in his honor, I know for a fact that that's not how my father's that's not how my father represents himself. How that visual went. Like how it went chaotic. The orchestral, orchestral classical music. Absolutely. That's honor and respect. It's beautiful. And for him to say, have it end in chaos and violence, that doesn't represent that's not how my dad would want to be represented. And I know for a fact that's not how Elijah McClain would have wanted to be, would, would have wanted to be represented. Those policemen, as as Jack and Tom also said, and I'll echo what he what they both said, they have a lot of explaining to do. And I hope that they do something very, very soon. At least slap a slap on something, suspend them all, fire them all, something, fire Fire them on all. I mean, terminate, terminate their ability to do what they did so that they never do that stuff again. As I said before, the world needs more bartenders. They had no right to do what they did. Anyway, fellas. Yeah.
3: I couldn't say it any better myself.
2: Unfortunately, I can't add anything to make it more to the point. Yep. But um, I did see that it's uh, Mike Tyson's birthday today. Maybe <laughs> we can put all these people in the ring with him. And he can, he can let our justice <laughs> oh, come please. To, at, at his hands with please.
0: no and, and they cannot fight back. They just have to put their hands behind their back and just take the punch. Straight in the face. See what I'm saying? A knockout punch. Boom. Done. It's a wrap, son. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> it's Mike Tyson's birthday, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, happy birthday, Mike Tyson. Um anyway. Uh there is something that we didn't get to touch on uh today. Um or today. Uh, but I we will be touching on that. Uh, you know, obviously I'm gonna uh talk with Tom in a little bit. Uh we I will be doing a show tonight. Um, and here it is. I appreciate everybody hearing me out. I appreciate that. You know, you guys, thank you. Jack, Tom, thank you for hearing me. You know, um and of course we gotta wrap up the show. So, you know, of course, thank you guys for being on the show today. It really means a lot. Real talk. Um, I, I want everybody to know that. Without. Without us moving forward. There is no way that we can make a change. And I think that's something that we all need to start figuring out and we all need to realize within ourselves. We are all the change. But if we don't do something about it, if we don't make progress, take those steps forward towards change, then change will never happen. It will never happen. We'll just have more Elijah McClain stories to tell. We can all sit here and say we need to have the leaders. And I say this all the time. You know, I say that all the time. We need the leaders to get in. We need the influencers to say this, this, and this. Actually, no. We need to start changing within ourselves because we are the change. You never know how much that will affect everything else around us. Anyway, we got to get going. Uh, we, I will be talking because I know Enemy uh, Nation sent something um, and we talked about it last night. I will be talking about it tonight hopefully tom could come on for 15 20 minutes or something like that to talk about the um uh the thing that we were going to talk about today yeah um, I, I know how much any uh respects my position and opinion on things so yeah i'll be on okay great um yeah. so <laughs> so most definitely we will be talking about blm marxists uh and, and all that that we were going to talk about today but obviously we got a little uh, uh we, we you know there was a lot to talk about there's a whole lot to talk about, um, but we will be talking about that tonight. So uh, I don't want him thinking that I've ever uh, gone back on a promise. We will be talking about that tonight at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, or at least that will be one of the topics that we'll be talking about tonight. So be on be on the lookout. We'll be on live. Tom will be coming on for a little for a little spell to talk about this whole thing uh so please tune in 7 p.m central standard time fellas thank you so much for being on i uh i really appreciate it um (laughs) queen just said uh man we got heavy today i gotta find some kids to play with old people to smile at or something clear out this hurt and (laughs) rage have a good day y'all um thank you thank you uh queen i'm sorry it went it went heavy uh But we had to talk about that. I've been holding out on talking about that because I didn't want to. Well, you know, you got to talk about things when you need to talk about things, you know what I'm saying? Um, So, you know, I I don't ever want you guys thinking that I I ever try to shy away from a, a subject or shy away from an issue. And this is an issue that's going on pretty hardcore I don't see what that says right there. Yeah, Jack.
3: your background's kind of blurring oh, it out. Right. Just read it out. Sorry.
0: Read it out real McGrath quick. McGrath won the Kentucky Senate primary.
3: Oh. So you can talk about that later, too. Oh,
0: okay. wow. Okay. Damn. Um, <laughs> well, in that case, um, wow. He, so she won dang i guarantee he's probably going to ask for a recount anyway moving on because we can talk about that and dwindle on that forever anyway uh i appreciate everybody thank you everybody shaniqua thank you uh, uh mr 12 queen empress mr super enemy nation nikki and everybody mb everybody else